MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. What up? And don't forget about our producers, Deadite Knight and Cable2KX. What up, though? I'm here to wreak vengeance on the Staples Corporation. You're on the clock, Staples! (laughs) And... (laughs) Our special guest this week, the YouTube god himself, Mike TV. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, Mike. Thank you very much for having me. This is awesome, man. Absolutely. So Mike is uh, remote from... Where are you from? Massachusetts. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Good old New England. All right. Well, welcome. We're going we're gonna to have Mike on the, the entire episode giving his input on all the topics and getting you guys to be more familiar with our YouTube sensation. Oh, I'm right here. They already know me. Yeah, right. The only reason you're any good is because of him. You know this. I'm not going to He makes you... That's true. Yeah, he turns you from, like, bronze level to gold, okay? This is true. It's a team effort. Yeah, I mean... That's just what I do with you guys. Yeah, the rest of us are 10. Like, I'm not (laughs) saying that we're better than you, but I'm just saying the only reason you're really, you know, anything is because of Mike TV. All right, welcome to episode 157 of the GameZilla po- GameZilla podcast. And uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm happy that everyone's here. Jazzy, how the hell are you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, not as good as I want to be because my boys TSM uh, decided to not show up for the international tournament this weekend and let's got just, kicked out. Let's just say it the way it is. They shit the bed, man. They shit the bed real. Bad. They shit the bed hard. Uh, they didn't even play like themselves, which just kind of makes me mad. Yeah, it was sad when like a no-name team that I have never heard of in Gigabyte Marines showed up and like outplayed them multiple times. And I was just like, okay, what is going on? They'll get it turned around, and before we knew it, it was too late, and they're out. Yeah, it was. They'd show like sparks of like the team they actually are, and then those sparks would just fade off in the distance, and then it was this team I'd never even seen. It was like it's like they were C9. Wow. Wow. I'm just kidding. I like C9. <laughs> Listen, okay. I'm repping the uh, CLG. It's like they were Team Liquid. <laughs> I, there, okay, I agree with you on that one. I'm Whoa, repping. Someone's got to stand up for Team Liquid. <laughs> I'm outraged. I'm repping the CLG gear because North America did so bad that I had to go back to last year where we actually at least competed. That's true. And the CLG yeah. actually showed up. So that's that's the only reason I'm rocking the CLG gear today. But Dead Eye Night, how you, how you been? I've been well other than the fact that I was recently tricked. And by recently tricked, I mean I forgot anything about Destiny. <laughs> oh, that, oh, I for, oh, God, here we go. I so, forgot all about this. So here, here's the deal. I, I don't play as much Destiny as I used to, and I was like, I'm going to get Iron Banner this week. I went hard on Iron Banner this weekend. And then finally, last night I'm playing with Gangsta Ass Rick and Sci-Fi AJ. It's like midnight. I'm like, oh, guys, I'm one win away from rank five. I want to hit rank five. 
And so the boys were good enough to stick it out with me and grind it out. We had to play like six matches till we finally got a win so I could hit rank five. And I go hustling over to the lady in the Iron Temple like, I'm going to get my loot. I'm going to get my stuff. And you don't get anything. And I'm standing there like, what? What? You don't get stuff for hitting rank five anymore? And then Rick was like, nah, man, you haven't since September. <laughs> He's like, I thought you just wanted to buy a gun or something. I go, no, man, I want to buy a gun. And I was like, ah, oh. I just like I stayed up way too late. <laughs> for no, for no re- like why even have the ranks if you don't get drops for hitting the top rank anymore? I don't even know why you're playing. I mean, we're out. We're what? How many days are we from Destiny Two? Because, where nothing, nothing transfers. Because I'm not a slave to League of Legends like you guys. Are. I play other games. You know, I play other games. I play other games with you. What Mario Kart? While we're at work, it's another game. Because you can't play. Well, I guess you could play League at work. I mean, I don't play League at work. <laughs> So I'm a little out. <laughs> you this, noob. So so I, I went to bed saying, that's the last time I'll be upset slash tricked by Destiny 1. It'll never happen Destiny again. Destiny 1. I like how he puts in the 1. Emphasis yeah. on the 1 because he knows Destiny 2 is just going to fuck him all I'm gonna over get again. Duped. I'm going to get straight up bamboozled by that game. So, All right. Cable, what's uh, what's been new with you? Nothing. I uh, really didn't play that much this weekend. The only thing I've been playing is still is PUBG. And other than that? Didn't play much this week. Cool. All right, and then our our guest here, Mike TV. What uh, what have you been up to, buddy? Oh man, I'm just kind of playing some NBA uh, Playgrounds for the Switch. Ooh, I've I'm been working s- on sorry. a video for that. Uh, it's a lot of fun, man. I actually I'm kind of enjoying it quite a bit. Like I really enjoy the old arcade style sports games. Um, not so much of a sim guy myself, though. I do like the NHL games that still come out, but. Uh, yeah, pretty much just that. Uh, putting my time in with Mario Kart, trying to three-star all the cups and everything like that, which is just masochism. Oh, my God, um, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, as far as video games, that's pretty much it. I'm looking into uh, some more eShop downloads for the Switch until we get some actual, like, hard copy games. But Man, we talk about ARMS is right around the corner. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Arms! Arms! Oh man, it's gonna be the sensation of the video game world. So, Mike, let's go back to NBA Playgrounds a little bit here. Do you? I mean, you've played NBA Jam. This is not as good as NBA Jam. Can you at least say that? Oh, definitely not. Okay. Um, I have NBA Jam for the Super Nintendo. Uh, back when I was working at the barcade, we had it there um, in the cabinet form, and uh, I re- I also really like the one for the N sixty four as well. Um, hang time. It's not. Sorry. Go ahead. The game was hang time. NBA hang time. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Sure. So go ahead. What, what were you gonna say though? Oh yeah, it's it's um, it's interesting in the way where you can still do some like really awesome dunks and stuff like that. Uh, mechanics are are decent. The game is like really challenging, but you can't do you can't like light the ball on fire for real or break the glass, which was my favorite part as a kid. Um, it's definitely lacking some defining features, but it also adds in some uh, motivation with unlocking the characters and other things like that, which is pretty cool. You know, you can get new balls and stuff like that. It's, I don't know. It's not as good as Jam, but it's trying. I appreciate the effort, you know? Can you hold world records? Do you get the sweet drop down at, when, you, when you start again? Like, Five-game win streak, world record, number one offense. You don't get any of that? No. It's not worth it. Though. No. Now, I mean, the one thing that it's definitely lacking is a better, uh, better score. There's only a couple t- tracks like throughout the entire game, and uh, the 
what what are they announcers the announcers end up repeating themselves very quickly like you'll get used to everything that they say within two hours yeah i um i noticed that and as far as referencing your um the unlocking of the players i do find that to be fun but it's it goes back to what we just recently talked about and that is simply this whole like loot box like blind grab type thing that i almost kind of like oh i get uh I get four packs or five packs out the gate, and then that and that's it. Like I don't get anything else until I and I can earn it. And at least I can sit there and say this game, as far as I'm aware at this point, I can't buy packs. Correct? Right. Yeah, I don't think so. There's no in-app purchases or anything like that. Yeah. So that's that's I guess you know at that point I'm I'm really happy about that, but. You know, if it, I guess in that sense, it makes it a little bit better. Where you know, Overwatch, for example, you can get the skins, but at the same time, if I want to buy fifty boxes and drop a hundred dollars, I can. Here, I actually have to earn those packs, which then pushes you to play the game instead of just pay a bunch of money, unlock it all, and then say, "Cool, I'm out." You know, so I do. I guess I appreciate that, and I haven't put enough time into it. I'm not as much of a fan of it out the gate as you have been, but I think it's because I was expecting so much of NBA Jam, and I'm just. It's it's not, and it's still fun, and I love rocking Grant Hill and some of my, and some of my favorite players that when I when I was growing up, but you know I think I just I need to give it a little bit more time and, and a fair shot. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like I don't know sports at all, but uh, I definitely like the fact that the game gives you a clear objective. You know that's what I like about the arcade games. It's like here's what you're trying to do, go ahead and do it, wash, rinse, repeat, and it you know it's just easy to pick up and play whenever you want. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I've been uh, I've been playing some Mario Kart, of course, League of Legends. I've been having a lot of fun with that uh, pub pub, a little bit, and I don't think I've been playing anything else. Oh, oh yeah, I uh, I downloaded Heroes of the Storm, and I and oh, I, um, I gave it a try, and it's um, it's really different. Like I was yeah. going into it expecting like I play League, and this is gonna and this is just another MOBA, and I can tell you that. If League overwhelms you or you just don't like how much there is in League, then Heroes of the Storm is a much more like streamlined MOBA that you can get behind and have some fun with. So I, I don't think I can enjoy it as much as League because I like the strategy side of League, but it's still a lot of fun where if you're just looking for a MOBA that you don't want to have to... The games are quicker. There's there's different. There's a lot more maps. There's just a lot more options where you can try different things, and uh, it's it's been pretty fun. I, I can't complain. I've been playing something new. And what have you been playing? I'm sorry, I was wiping my tears away for TSM and that tournament, but I know, uh, I know you have been. I got about four four and a half hours into Persona Five. Oh, that's it, right. Yeah, yeah. I've been enjoying it. It is everything the Persona series has been. In the past, just uh, more pretty. Okay. It's really getting me into the storyline, and uh, it's hard to put down. So I have to, you know, kind of <laughs> give myself that, okay, I'm only going to play this till here. If my friends get online, I have to play with them because I could see myself just getting lost in this game. But if anybody has played any of the Persona games in the past, Persona 5 is definitely worth everything that they've been saying about it. So That's a good game. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, that's one I uh, I own, and I have yet to break the seal on it, but I really want to get going. Uh, I think, you know, obviously I've been hearing some really good stuff. So It's a long game, Jesse. So yeah, 101 hours. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, so that's uh, that's some of the stuff that we've been playing and, and, and doing over the last week. So you can always let us know what you've been up to by joining the GameZilla podcast group on Facebook. Where we're all hanging out. It's a closed group, but anyone's welcome. So request to join. Hop in there. You can find all the news articles and things like that that we talk about here on this show right in that group. And then don't forget to join the Discord. Uh, Discord is free, and we talk... Every day, all day long about everything gaming. So from setting up raids and, and uh, groups for League of Legends and, and pub, but, uh, you know, all the way to just screaming about arguments and, and what we believe in when it comes to gaming. So it's a lot of fun, good community, uh, and we want you to join. So head on over to MotorCityGaming.com and you can find all those great locations right from the homepage. Uh, well... I think uh, I think we're ready for our next segment. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and uh, talk about our fantastic sponsor, Detroit Beard Collective. Hey, what? what? Hey, you. Yeah, you listen Who's to this podcast right now. What the fuck's this going is on? Bub from SlackDrawBunks.com. I've kind of snuck in here at Gamezilla here, and I wanted to tell you about a special screening we're doing next Friday, May nineteenth, at Green Brain Comics in Dearborn, Michigan. That's right. Not only did I break into the Motor City Gaming headquarters and snuck this into their podcast, they have no idea it's here, which is great, but I also convinced the owners of Green Brain Comics to let me screen a horror movie, not just a horror movie, one of the best horror movies to come out this year, The Void. That's right, The Void, we are showing it absolutely 100% free at Green Brain Comics. How can it get better? I don't know. Let me think about it for a second. Yeah, that's right. A live Q&A with the star, Aaron Poole, immediately after the screening. That's awesome. A free screening, a free Q&A with a celebrity, and slackjaw punks. Now, I have to hurry up and wrap this up because I think Grim is chewing out through the duct tape I wrapped him up in, and he's going to call the cops, and I really can't afford another strike on my record. So I got to get out of here. Remember, The Void, May 19th. Green Brain Comics. All the details you need are on slackjawpunks.com. Oh, crap. Here comes Grim. I gotta go. Slackjawpunks.com. Where'd he go? I've, I've already dialed nine and one. Damn it. He was he was so handsome I couldn't fight him, so I had to let him speak, but... Uh, this is the second time we've been hacked. Do your goddamn job. I wasn't here last time, Jazzy. <sighs> Yeah, that was my bad. <laughs> the firewall is still not in place. But seriously, though, make sure to join us because we will be there as well. May 19th, this coming Friday, The Void. It looks like an intense horror movie. We're going to have the star of the movie there for the Q&A. We're hanging out with Slackjaw at a comic book store. I mean, it's just, it's, everything's awesome. Like, you're going to be, like, why wouldn't you go to this? Sounds like a great time. I'm going, but don't tell Grimlock. I know. You, we, we, did this, we did this bit on the Alpha Show. Oh. I already know you're going because we did this bit on the Alpha Show of last week. Why didn't you tell me we did this on the Alpha Show? <laughs> you are really dropping the ball, Deadite. Okay, okay. My bad. I forget that I have to be Jazzy's handler sometime and let him know what comedy we've pushed and what comedy we haven't pushed before. Yeah. So I apologize. The teleprompters are really screwing me this time. Also, if you're a fan of movies, comic reviews, all of that other fun stuff outside of gaming, and even they do a little bit of gaming, 
make sure to listen, check out slackjawpunks.com. They are one of our close friends in the podcast community, and they, they, you know, they help us out a lot, and they have this event coming up, so we wanted to make sure that they got a little love from us. So they're, uh, they're a good time. You can find their link on our website, MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. And then, of course, uh, before we get into the news, let's also thank our sponsor. All right. Let me uh, crack my knuckles there. Get ready for thanking. Thank you, Detroit Beard Collective, for bringing the audience another fantastic episode of the GameZilla podcast. Now, if you're watching the live stream, you can see how great my beard is. If you are listening to the audio podcast, you can hear how great my beard is. You can. Listen That's amazing. To it. So good. It. It's gorgeous. It's because I use products from DetroitBeardCollective.com, and you can too. Go to DetroitBeardCollective.com, order yourself a beard crate. It's the best way to customize all the products you need for your beard. You just pick all your favorite ones, put them in the crate, it gets shipped to your house, and you get a great price when you do it. Get your beard shampoo so you can wash up in the morning, and then comb it out with a beard comb. It's DetroitBeardCollective.com. And guess what? If you use the checkout code MCGAMING, you can save 20% on orders $25 or more. That's the code MCGAMING at checkout for DetroitBeardCollective.com. Hairball. I have allergies. How do you spell that? Spelling is not like that. Like that? I think it's I think it's like a H G G R. <laughs> yeah, a couple H more yeah. H's in there, and then um, and then phlegm. Yeah, hyphen hyphen hyphen. Beardcollective.com. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Absolutely, you got it. <laughs> All right. You I'm smell no you smell what I'm cooking. You can influence the show and get early access to Gamezilla Alpha Podcast by supporting us on Patreon.com. Gamezilla Podcast, like the glitch. I'm here today with a Would You Rather. So back off, chops. Oh boy. One, you can have the ability to punch through brick walls and blocks like Mario. The super fast speed of Sonic. Parkour? Parkour? Parkour. Parkour. Where have you been for the last, like, eight Parkour. years? Parkour. Parkour drank. Assassin. <laughs> <laughs> the stealth Parkour. of Parkour. Solid Snake and all A-D-A-M. Adam, your heart desires. Shout out BMC. But you can only eat plain old spam for the rest Ooh. of your life. Any other foods or combinations of will kill you. Ooh. Or two, like an like an old school video game, you get three continues, meaning that you will basically have four lives. But every time you come back, your dick size shrinks <laughs> in half. Holy Unfortunately, shit. there's no prosthetic or enlargement surgery allowed. Stay classy, my spam loving little dick nerds. Fan of the show, the glitch. Uh, I have my, I have the first question. Who's, who's, who's reffing this? Are you reffing this? Did I? What about there's a referee? I just like, like you know how mediator. We, yeah, I'll be yeah, the mediator. Yeah, you know how normally with chops we ask like yes, we, yeah, we, yeah. Di we dive deeper into. I it. can gotta, be the glitch's representative. Yeah, we got to really get deep in this one. We're, so we're both connected in our love for the Simpsons. So pretty we sure he's in same. Twitch. Yeah. The so and I. so my first question on this for the second piece, the uh, three continues and you get four lives, right? So if I let's say I let's say my first live I life I live um, you know I don't know seventy years and then I die. Does that mean I get another 70 after it like that next life I start over young again uh that's the way I I assumed it would be okay and then every time I die let's say let's say you, you default back to 18 yeah that's fine like you're not getting everything back but that's fine so and then I, okay my dick size is getting small I get that part but I'm married right now 
when I die, do I do I lose do I lose my relationship and everything and like the house and all this all this hard work I've done, or do I retain that like like a save point? I think you get a checkpoint. I don't think you're like undoing. I think yeah, the checkpoint's eighteen. What did you have? At well, 18? there's an eighteen checkpoint, but I, I would say I'd say <laughs> not you, a lot. <laughs> I'd say you could checkpoint at milestones like getting married. You can checkpoint again at buying a house. Right, but that in that case, I'm checking point. My second life would start like right now. I'm I'm thirty three. Yeah. Okay. So that let's just say I call checkpoint. When I die, I would be thirty three again. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. Okay. Your milestones, your right. checkpoints. If you but have I'm a child, married, that's your next checkpoint. So you know, like I'm already locked into to a relationship. My wife loves me, so hopefully my dick size isn't as important. Oh, it is. I, it probably is. I know. <laughs> I'm just really trying to figure out how I can be not immortal, but close, but next to immortal here. Um, man, I'm gonna go with number two. Oh, it's not going to be the popular choice, but that's why I'm going with it. Number two, give me the shrinking dick, but I get yeah, but it's I get to cut live in half. So after your first death, you're pretty much listen. Gone. Listen, you're not married, okay? But I can tell you that as years go on in relationships, once the marriage happens, certain things just don't happen as much. So when I was deadite and a newlywed. I spent most of my life in the bedroom, okay? <laughs> like that's basically what happened. I can tell you that it, that's not the case anymore, okay? Like we've, we've explored that realm in many, many ways, and now we're like, all right, you know what? We'll do it when we do it, and we'll just do all sorts of other fun stuff. Also, this is going down a path I never planned on. It's it's normal. A glitch. <laughs> he took us down this dirty, dark down, path. Talk, he never took us down. He never wanted to hear about grim sex life. Well, you just talking about my sex video games. Well, listen, yeah, this is a video game, okay? <laughs> video game sex podcast. What? All right, next it's person. Love line with Grimlock and Jazzy. Jazzy, what do you pick? I'm picking number one because I feel like this life I'm going to be super badass. Yeah, I got to eat spam. So so what? But I'm going to be super badass for one lifetime. I don't need four to be badass. Plus. <sighs> Here's here's what's gonna backfire on your little number two plan. All right, all four of those lives, you know me, suck it. That's true. You are locked in every. You're locked into Jazzy for four lifetimes now. I don't see the problem with that. You pick this one, so you're a badass. So I get to ride your coattails while I live forever. I didn't think of that. It's mm. a good call. Yeah, thank you. Here's the issue with option one that Jazzy picked. Jazzy, if all you eat is spam, you're going to die super fast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Your sodium is going to be through the roof. You'll be dead by, you know, what are you, 32 now? 33. You'll be dead by 35 and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag worth. <laughs> Cable, what would you pick? Number one, spam and eggs is delicious. You can't no have eggs. eggs. You can't You'll have die. Eggs. You only have spam. Yeah. Just spam. Any other foods or combinations will kill you. I just eat spam. All right, Mike TV, where are you at with this? Oh, I'm definitely going number one. It's for mm. that sanic speed. Mm, getting the speed. Now, you could run so fast you could just reverse time. I'll be no, 33 no, forever. No, can't. Man, no. Superman style. Yeah. Mediator, yeah, well, mediator, step in here. That's not possible. No, yeah, that's not That's not how that works. Sonic is fast as fuck. He's not that fast. <laughs> He's not that fast. He's a blue blur. He's not lightning. Yeah, just figure, you know, what do I need four lives with, or four when I can get... Everything I want to do done in 30 seconds with my, with my sonic speed, man. You got, you got to go fast. 
See, it's not a bad, not a bad I, answer. I'm for sure going too, because let's be honest, my loins are already disappointing as yeah, it is. Right? I know. You might as well just give me a vagina. Yeah, half it. What's it matter? I'm already, I'm, I'm already disappointing. So, I mean, the thing is, Cable should have picked that one because I mean, you could kill him three times, he'd still have a third arm down there. So, it's like a giraffe. Yeah. Oh my god. It's tied to his ankle right now. Yeah. So I really thought Cable was gonna go that way, I'm and then he didn't, and I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe in my third life, my dick will be so small i'll have a sex change and just see like hey i'm gonna see what it's yeah, like yeah why not i want to try the other side of it uh like no that. enlargement or surgeries allowed yeah technically no, oh. that's a surgery i could still be a, like, i could still identify as a female that's true i mean this is yeah. 2017 yeah. don't you tell mean, me don't tell me what i can do jazzy yeah. i'm just saying you jazzy, can't have surgery I, I don't know i never said i had surgery i said maybe i'll just try being a female yeah. Also, Gigi Allen had a micro penis. I have, so I have a butt. You can I'm just places. saying. And that guy did weird <laughs> things with feces. <laughs> yeah. This is okay. We got to we got to move on. This is a video game show, and then we're getting we're getting way way off topic it's here. It's not a podcast unless someone says micro penis. Yeah. There we go. Now we're now we're good. <laughs> Thank you, Glitch. Oh, my God. If you want to uh, ruin the show like Glitch did, then uh, hop on over to Patreon. Just for you, Glitch, I'm eating Splam. Splam? Splam. I'm eating Splam. Splam. That's, That's an off yeah. spray. <laughs> because I was going so fast like Sonic, I, I slurred no, it's the word. No, just because you can't no, talk. Sonic is okay. very articulate. You're a mess. You're a mess. <laughs> That was, right. a, that was a quick response there, Jess. <laughs> like Sonic fast. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into some news. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. All right, so I have nine topics, and we have a lot of people on the show, so I am going to focus these topics towards certain people. Do it Sonic fast. If for oh, some wait, reason... I don't need to. I got four lives, man. I'm going to go nice and slow and take my time. Eat some spam. Um, Or what did you call it? Splam. Splam. Eat some splam. 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 So... If for some reason I don't pick you for a topic and you really have something to say, just just you know raise your hand, let me know, and I'll make sure to add you. But first up, Nintendo is reportedly developing a Zelda mobile game. Mm. <laughs> that was, was that the, a hand raise? That was the best, <laughs> that was the best, best response yeah. ever. <laughs> the international. Oh my god. Mike, uh, Mike is on board. Jazzy, you can go home. We got a new co-host. Uh, he, he, he oh, reads. I didn't me. know that if you made an orgasmic sound in the mic, you just instantly got co-host. Come on, how do you think you got the spot? There was a lot of work <laughs> behind the scenes. No, it was mainly just the the groaning and the moaning. Yeah, yeah that was not orgasmic, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Nintendo is bringing Zelda to mobile. Uh, Wall Street. <laughs> I've heard that moan plenty of times. <laughs> See why he went with option one. <laughs> <laughs> Wall Street Journal claims that The Legend of Zelda will follow the footsteps of Animal Crossing, which is the next app coming out by Nintendo, um, along with Super Mario and Fire Emblem, as the next big name that Nintendo franchise is heading to the mobile device. Although not much information was offered, the uh, Zelda mobile games would follow the Animal Crossing app that is reportedly being released in the later half of 2017 after several delays. So, oh, the uh, the Legend of Zelda on mobile will be developed by Dina, uh, which means nothing to me. So, <sighs> Dina sounds nice. Originally, Nintendo did promise five mobile games by 2017. However, only three have come to fru uh, fruition before this date, which are the Mitomo, Super Mario Run, and Fire Emblem. So, 
With that being said, is anyone in this room excited about Zelda coming to the smartphone? Can, can I go? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. I don't know. It's it's always hard to say with Nintendo because you never know when they're going to come out with something that sounds really stupid but ends up being brilliant. Uh, I, I bought into Mitomo. I played it for about two weeks and then gave up. Uh, same thing with Mario Run, though I didn't buy it. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was what it was. And uh, my girlfriend plays the Fire Emblem one from time to time, and that actually got some pretty solid reviews. Uh, but I'm just not interested in it. I don't really do a lot of like cell phone gaming. Um, it really depends on what they try to do with it because it could go. It could go so bad. Yeah, it could go really bad. Absolutely. Like, I I just. I mean. You come out and tell everybody that the reason you discontinued the Nintendo Mini uh, NES Classic, and 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 the reason why you're doing things is because of resources and making sure you're you're putting your resources where you want them. And it's like, and I get it, smartphone market is a very big market, but do you really want to dilute and water down your IPs in this in this way? I mean, ask Sega how that's worked out for them. <laughs> okay, ask how Sonic's doing right now. Yeah. I'll let you know. A... It's not very good. <laughs> so, I mean, I know Deadite, you played the Fire Emblem game, and actually, you for for a while there, you enjoyed it, but but just like every other game, can we, can we it died out. Can we talk about that while, and how it was literally about 18 hours? Uh, still, It was uh, like the course of a day, and then I never <laughs> once opened the app again. Yeah. I downloaded the app and played it uh, and started it up and realized that there, I had to read a bunch, which I was at work at the time, and I shut it down. I'm like, oh, I'll get back to this later, and I never did. So, you know, I played Mario Run, didn't buy the $10 uh, enhancement because I was just like, you know what? I don't think this is worth 10 bucks. I, I just, it, it's just another temple run. It's just another running tap the screen, and it's just with a character that I'm familiar with. It's not enough to get my $10. The problem this game faces is it's coming out after Breath of the Wild, which people are losing their lives over. So there's no way this mobile game is going to hold up to what people are going to compare it to, which is Breath of the Wild, because it's the freshest Zelda in their head. Yeah, but I think we, you know, we were talking about something on the Legend Retro uh, recently, and that was that if you think about Final Fantasy Tactics, a game that people really enjoyed, right? But it came right, it came out after Final Fantasy VII. Okay, so it was riding that high of Final Fantasy VII, and we haven't really seen another tactics because that game is so brutal, it's so difficult, that it really wasn't a series that I think Square Enix thought they could make 10, 10 tactics games and sell well, but they, but they rode very well because everyone that played Seven goes, oh, a new Final Fantasy game, I love Seven so much, and then they bought tactics and they're like, ooh, this is way different, right? And so like... Yeah, you might get that initial, like, hey, I played Breath of the Wild, oh, another Zelda game, and then they go into it, and they get super disappointed by it, and then because of it, maybe they don't, maybe they don't come, some, you, you lose the fringe people, you lose the semi-fans, not the hardcore fans, but that, that group that you're really trying to grab most of the time and you're fighting for all the time, which is the semi-gamer, the just semi-nerd that maybe casually games, and because of it, they're turned off and they don't come back. Yeah. You know, I that's think what slapping I worry about. the Nintendo name on it, though, is going to give them that drive right off the bat. Absolutely. I don't think, and, and hopefully we're wrong, but I don't think that they're going to come up with a, a movement-based game like Pokemon Go was. 
No, I don't think. I, I, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how you would do that with Zelda, but they could prove us wrong, and they have before. So, okay, well, I'm not excited for it. Mobile gaming doesn't do it for me, so I'd rather them take that resource of mobile gaming and get my uh, my virtual <laughs> my virtual console uh, built and and on my on my Switch. That's what I'd like. But all right, next next topic we have Lego Marvel Superheroes Two announced. So. Warner Brothers press release has announced that a game will be released on November 17th for the PS4, Xbox One, and PC with a Nintendo Switch version to follow in time for Christmas. I bring this up because I really enjoy the Lego games, uh, and Brick Bitch loves the Lego games, but out of the Lego out of the Lego games, Marvel is just phenomenal. Like I, I enjoyed the Marvel Lego uh, a lot, and to know that we're getting a second one here with you know a Guardians uh, theme and and, all, and and more current Marvel storylines going on, I, I'm all in. And to be able to maybe hold out and play this on a Switch, I think a Lego game on the Switch would be phenomenal. Thoughts on this one, Deadite? Lego is fun. Fact. The games are fun. Mm-hmm. Until they, until the quality drops, keep bringing them. Keep giving us these games. I'm excited. I'm excited that they're bringing another one around, and it'll be fun to play. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have anything real insightful to say other than I'm just encouraged. I'm encouraging of the idea. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on it. I just thought it was a cool announcement that we know it's uh, it's on the way. And uh, keeping in tune with this, our next topic, Parappa. And Guitaru Man creators unveil project Rap Rabbit. So this one's a big one because I'm not a huge fan of Parappa the Rapper, but we know that Xander is. We know a lot of people are, but I am a huge fan, newly a, a new fan, to the game Guitaru Man, which was a game that uh, Xander as well showed us, and it was before its time. It was a rhythm game that was before Guitar Hero. And it, uh, it's a really unique game. So it's for these two to come together and work on a game for the PS4 and PC, it's, uh, it's, it's very promising. So the Kickstarter is seeking $1.1 million in funding for their previously announced rhythm-based adventure game uh, titled Rap Rabbit. So um, you can find it. They, they are launched already. You can find the Kickstarter page. Project Rap Rabbit is in the works for both PlayStation 4 and PC and will be an explosive mix of Japanese folklore and traditional artwork, hip-hop, and humorous battle rap face-offs. I'm in. I, uh, I want to see, see this come through because the, the artwork looks really cool. Guitar Room Man's amazing, so anything that these creator, that creator wants, to, wants to make, I want to I support it. So... I think it's important to also say that they have stretch goals too. So if they make 3.1 million, they'll actually make an Xbox One version. Yep. And if they go to 4.95 million, they're going to put it on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So which I think could be huge. Yeah, that'd be actually yeah, that would that'd be great if they could make it all the way to that. I that would be the the version I would want again. So but yeah. yeah, you had me sold that uh Japanese culture and <laughs> old school pop rapper the rapper man like yeah, abs- absolutely. It's uh, it looks really cool. So, and then our last big announcement as far as upcoming games: the Binding of Isaac developer teases a new project. So, anytime, anytime that Super Meat Boy and the Binding of Isaac designer Edmund McMillan 
talks, I listen. So Edmund McMillan and his programmer, uh, Tyler Gale, have been working on a completely new project that will be announced sometime in the near future. So we don't have details on it yet, but they did uh, make a post on Tumblr outlining the game's upcoming booster content and teased, you know, teasing the new project. So saying it's hard, it's weird, it's personal. It has amazing controls, it's totally new, unannounced IP, and it's easily one of the largest games we have ever made level-wise. Grim, Grim, how how much pressure do you think is on them right now after two smash smash successes for such a small dev team of two people? I mean, going from Meat Boy to Isaac, I mean, I, what do you think? I think you know this is tough for them because they have had such success with with their first two uh, releases that I feel like this this developer is in that same boat as the developer of Flower. Uh, I'm sorry, flow into flower into journey, and it's like how do you how do you follow up journey, right? And so, you know, this is the same thing. It's gonna it's gonna be tough for them. I think they have an art style that's unique, and people love it. And and as long as they stick to their that style and that that uh, creation, I think they're in good shape. But yeah, you got it. I think I think for these two, a, a super small indie developer here, you gotta feel the, the stress, man. People are expecting. People are expecting this to be your journey, right? You've, you've had two great games, so so, and and then now here's your third one. This should be this just epic, you know. Hopefully not your not the end game, but one of the most epic games that you've released to date. And I know if I was making it, I'd be stressed out. <laughs> so, but I love Super Meat Boy a ton, and I love Isaac. So I um I'm I'm very I'm looking forward to finding out more about this. I think uh, I think the difference between something like Journey and something like Super Meat Boy and The Binding of Isaac is that with Journey you're you're painting a picture and specifically with that style of game it's a it's a wordless wordless picture that has to kind of tell itself through its own visuals but with The Binding of Isaac and Super Meat Boy you have that classic arcade style gaming where you come up with a solid concept and then expand upon it in each level so I think that they might have a better time making something bigger and better this time around, um, as long as they come up with a solid concept for the mechanics of the game, because those games are all gameplay. Yeah, you're right. No, exactly. I agree. And I think again with what they've shown us so far, I, I, they're they're clearly capable. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. The, the only thing, the only question you have is when they start to talk about the biggest thing they've ever made, the largest levels. When you're talking about a two-man team. That you start to worry about delays and and hitting those walls where you just two people isn't enough, and then all of a sudden you know you you start to run into Axiom Verge issues and you know games like that that have seen small team development has seen those huge delays because they just can't get the work done in time. That's so true. All right, next topic: Wipeout Omega Collection is getting a PS One box style cover sleeve. So I think this is super cool. It's it's again not a topic we need to spend a lot of time on, but we all know what a PS Four cartridge or case looks like. I think this is super cool. It's just a sleeve that goes over it, but it looks like an old school full size PlayStation One case. So the full size plastic case, and um, I'm excited for Wipeout. It's a game that that I've played. Many many years, and it's actually one of the games that spawned uh, Chops from the Legend of Retro. My friendship, we 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 started playing a lot of Wipeout on the PS3. So, um, 
what do you think? I mean, I think it's pretty cool. Little little like tribute to the retro era. I'm a huge fan of this just because anybody that watched the last show got to see me uh, open my gift from Grimlock, which was Dragon Seeds on the PS1. Happy birthday. And I was super excited. The <laughs> Having the package with the sticker still on the back like took me back to like <laughs> Seal, yeah. all the different like symbols and the, the way that they put like the players on the back. And just I love that art style. It reminded me so much of when I was big into gaming and that being a huge game for the time that, you know, of the PS1. I played a ton of Dragon Seeds. So being able to see that kind of art style back on a PS4 game is super cool. Yeah, I think, um, you know, me being a collector, when I see something like this, it's just cool because, I, you know, I go into my game room and I see a whole wall of the stuff. So to see it, to see Sony pay enough attention to try to do something, just, just you know, it's a sleeve. It's nothing crazy, but it's just enough where it's like, it's a nice touch. Sony's doing something smart. They're doing something that Nintendo has been doing for years that up until this point, Sony hasn't so much been able to do. Microsoft hasn't done it all. And they're starting to capitalize on their history. They're starting to cash in on some nostalgia. And that's something that Microsoft hasn't even touched. And it's good to see that Sony, now that we're far enough out of the PlayStation 1, they're diving back to that. They're bringing back, you know, like Naughty Dog brought back the Crash Bandicoot like collection for Rapper the Rapper coming back. We're seeing what Nintendo has done for a long time is now hopefully going to bleed into some success for Sony. Yeah. I uh, and, and you make uh, you make a perfect point as to the next topic I wanted to hit. And you said Microsoft's never done it and they're still not quite doing it. But the first part of this is Halo 6 will not be at E3. Three, yeah. 343 Studios has come out and said that uh, they there will be no presence for the sci-fi series uh, at E3. This is huge news considering we now know that the uh, Microsoft Scorpio is getting released, uh, or sorry, getting um, revealed at E3. And we expected a slew of games to support along with it. Side note, do you think it's because they're scared of Destiny 2? They don't want to go head-to-head with Destiny 2 <laughs> at E3. I think it's smart. I think, you, you know, I don't think you want to. Uh, why? You know, if you don't have to, then, then yeah, absolutely. But I think if you believe in Halo, you believe in your franchise, and you still believe that this developer at three, with 343 is, is the team that's going to keep Halo afloat, then at the same time, I almost kind of feel like, well, you... you it would be great if you did stand up to destiny if you did say hey nice work bungie but we got you you know like that would that would give me confidence in the sense but on top of this we also have some of the some of the team at 343 chiming in on forums and everything cuz everyone goes well we're not getting halo 6 but it's been 10 years since halo 3 and if you look at the track history 10 years from halo 2 we got halo 2 anniversary in the in the collection 10 years from Halo 1, we got we got the Halo Anniversary Edition. So everyone's like, we're going to get the Halo 3 Anniversary Edition. It's coming. They're going to remake Halo 3, which they did not do in the Halo collection on the Xbox One. You got Halo 3, but it wasn't remastered like Halo 1 and Halo 2 was. So the developer comes into these forums and in all caps basically goes, oh my God, just stop. Halo 3 is not coming ever. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, part part right. And wow. I was just like, oh, wow. I was like, what the hell? So so he basically you know, and maybe this person's wrong. Maybe they're maybe they're just playing us all and, and we'll get to E3 and we'll actually hear something. But if not, 
here's here's three four three basically yelling at their fans and then saying, "Yep, nothing's coming to E3, even though we're launching the future of the Xbox." Halo, which launched which which launched with the Xbox brand, will not be here for the Scorpio launch. I'm actually kind of okay with that. I mean, I am too in the sense of how upset I was about the fifth about the fifth installment. But realistically, Cable, if you were a Microsoft fan, if you were a, I want Microsoft to succeed and I want the best of Microsoft, Halo needs to be there. Halo is your bread and butter next to other games like Gears of War and some of your other IPs. But Halo is Master Chief is your is your mascot. Yeah. For are you God's think, sake. Are you Master Chief maybe, is your Mario. He is. Are you think maybe they're being a little skittish because every article that I've read on this topic, they always close it out with, "Oh yeah, there won't be any new characters in Halo Six. It's all gonna be about Master Chief." Because they know they messed up by not focusing Master Chief in Five. Yeah. So I'm wondering if the reason why we're not seeing it as quick as we thought we would is because they had to backpedal after Five. And rework the story, rework the concept of what this of what these new games are going to be, because they realized without Master Chief being that front man, without and and really just focusing him, your game just doesn't it just doesn't stand the way it should. And I'm fine with that. I'd rather them do that. I'd rather them backpedal and say, "Look, yeah, we dropped the ball on five. Let's make six epic, and it needs to be." Halo's fallen off. Like, Halo's not the top game that you want to play Xbox for anymore. Yeah, and that's sad. I loved Halo. So, uh, Mike, you got any input on this? Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, Microsoft, out of all of the three major um, companies that are still doing uh, hardware, they always kind of seemed like the ones that were the least in touch with the culture of gaming. Uh, they they seem much more invested in the money aspect of it, and uh, it's a real shame because you know there's been a lot of good stuff that they had their hands on, like Rare and uh, Oddworld and uh, you know Halo, obviously, and they've just been continually, continually messing that up. So if them not releasing Halo because they want to actually make it good this time is the case, I think that's a good thing. But then you know you also got to wonder like what are they thinking <laughs> you know uh what, what i mean what's coming out for the scorpio off the bat anyway isn't it just Nothing. like forza right now uh, yeah we'd be looking at some some form of forza a potentially crackdown if it's still on pace uh with the uh, sea of sea of sea of thieves, thieves. Sea of thieves. yeah which is is a rare kind of a hybrid rare I thought game that was an xbox one game well, these are Xbox One games, but we're assuming the Scorpio is going to play similar to the PS4 Pro, where you're going. These games are going to be Scorpio enhanced, and you're going to be able to play them on the Scorpio. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's going to be. Um, Hopefully, Microsoft's just holding out and just going to have a giant E3. They need a couple. <laughs> they need a couple nukes to drop at E3. They got to drop some sort of exclusive nuke. If if they're not bringing their own IP, they need to come out and just drop the bomb and say. And I don't, I don't have one off the top of my head, but just something ridiculous like... Halo 6! Well, I mean, yeah, that's their own IP. But, I mean, if they don't have their own IP, they have to drop a bomb that they went out there, talked to Bethesda, or talked to EA or somebody, and grabbed a game that w- and made it an exclusive. Like, hey, um, you know, and, and I know this, like, this is a bad example, but, like, let's just say Star Wars Battlefront 2, right? Let's say we didn't know much about it, and they just came out and said... Star Wars Battlefront 2 exclusive on the Xbox. 
I can see them since they already mentioned it. Player unknowns battlegrounds. There you go. Yeah, something like that would be. That's another good example, like a player unknown battleground exclusive to the Xbox. Oh man, like, something like I would turn on my Xbox. Yeah, they have to do something like that, or um, you know, or the Scorpio's in trouble right out the gate because why am I going? Like, if I already have an Xbox, which I do, why now you're really making it tough for me to decide why I should buy a Scorpio? I so. want to see a bunch of new IPs from Xbox. They need it. I'm tired of they need so. it so bad. They need to clear up what they're doing as well, because people as invested in you know the gaming circuit as we are should not be so confused as to what the hell Microsoft is doing ninety yeah. percent of the time. They like, feel they feel like what Sony was like maybe eight years ago. I would say PS3 era because they were around It, it was pa- PS3 era when the Vita was brand new and everything was just chaotic. Your, your brand new PS3 was $600. Your handheld was $250. You had no you had no games. It, it was just, it was a mess. And everyone's like, well, wh- well, I, why would I, why do I need to play on Sony? I'm going to go play on Xbox. You know, and that's, and then near the, it, later, later on in the PS3 life, they cleaned it up and really that's what they've been riding on. Ever since that point, they have been riding really well. And yeah, they have, you know, hiccups here and there that we've talked about, but overall Sony's really corrected themselves and it almost feels like Microsoft's gone in the opposite direction and they're lost. And and they just they don't have that sense of direction. They've lost so much of the market that they can't get the third party support that they want as far on the exclusive side. And so now it just comes down to hopefully these players' friends play on Xbox, and, and then that's why they'll play on Xbox. That's what's really coming down to, right? Like, yeah, I could play Destiny, Overwatch, I could play all these games that are cross-platform, but if my friends are over here on Sony, I'm probably going to go play on Sony. So, right. One, uh, one, one last, one last quick thing before we we move on. Um, I played Xbox 360 during that generation uh, for the majority of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because a you know it was cheaper, more people had it because it was cheaper, et cetera, et cetera. But when I got my PS3, I haven't gone back to my 360 once since. That that was I mean that was the same boat I was in. I I, yeah. I did that was 100 percent true. But the 360, my my lifespan of the 360 was the first. You know what, what were we talking? About? Life cycle was seven years. Seven. It was eight, five. It was five. Big. Yeah, it was big. Yeah. You know, maybe the tail end, maybe the two-year tail end of it was my P- was when I jumped into PS3, and I don't, and I'm not even sure. I can't remember what game it was, but there's like it was a particular game that caused me that I wanted a PS3 and I added it to my collection, and then once I got it, yeah, the 360 just kind of got pushed aside. I bet it was Uncharted. It wasn't because I've never played an Uncharted game, so you're, you're wrong. Person. It could have been God of War because I really yeah, like. I really God of like, War probably. I do really like the God of War series, so it very well could have been that. It was Army of Two. Or it could have been Killzone. Those I miss Army of Two, man. Bring that back. Army of Two, fun. decent IP. You and, yeah, Dead Eye yeah. and I had a lot of fun with that series. All right. The second one was god awful. <laughs> yeah, it was. All right, so our next topic here is Rhyme. The uh, Nintendo Switch digital version now costs the same as other versions. So if you remember a while back, we were complaining about this game because... They came out and they said that the Nintendo Switch physical version was going to be ten dollars more mm-hmm. than the digital, and even the 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 other like platform versions, uh, so Sony, Xbox, you know, things like that. So, um, in a in a blog post, Graybox revealed that the digital version of Rhyme on Switch will now cost twenty nine ninety nine, uh, as opposed to the original thirty nine ninety nine. So even the digital was more. I, f- I forgot about that. Yeah. 
Um, and then the the, um, the this puts the digital version of Rhyme on Switch in line with the physical and digital copies on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So this is what needed to happen. Yeah. Why why they thought they were going to get away with charging more on the Switch was was ridiculous. Um, but the the one catch here is the physical version on the Switch will still cost um, thirty nine ninety nine, uh, which Graybox explains is due to the additional development, manufacturing, and publishing costs involved with the port. Yeah, but I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, ten dollars per cartridge. Yeah. You're, the additional the additional cost, and you're charging me it's charging ten dollars per cartridge. So I wonder what the profit line is in there because because if 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 I'm looking at business side of it right, I already have my game figured out. I already know what my game value is. So I'm charging ten dollars more just on the sheer fact of of me putting it on a physical cartridge for my Switch. In that ten dollars only, I am factoring that there's a profit line there. That I'm, because of this effort that I'm putting into it, that cost me let's say three dollars and sixty seven cents, I'm going to make you know six dollars and something yeah. you know type deal. So. It's just I don't I don't agree with it. I think you know you should probably as far as as far as this goes, almost bite the bullet, get that cartridge out there because you want you, you're not Bethesda, okay? So you want to sell as many copies as you possibly can. And the fact that you went out here with a ten dollar price difference now, uh, example, Poyo Poyo Tetris was twenty nine ninety nine on the eShop, thirty nine ninety nine physical, okay? So I still I had the same problem with this game, but what I, what did I do? I went I went and I ended up buying it from GameStop because I couldn't find it anywhere else because I wanted uh, it came with a special box and with keychains, and I'm and here I am sitting here with the you know being the collector, but the most the other everybody else that I know that wanted that game, they all saved the ten dollars and went digital. This is just like the logistics of selling anything, you know. So you have an item and it's going to cost you more to ship it overseas. You don't boost your price up for selling it overseas. You market the hell out of, you know, your local community and try to sell more there to counteract the cost. It's simple. Yeah, on top of that, you're going to try to charge more for the Switch, and it's not even coming out May 26 with, with the other versions. So PS4, Xbox One, and PC are getting this game before it's even on the Switch. <sighs> that was a... A very big uh, oh, Which, uh, my yeah. my kid got a hold of my computer and tweeted that we yeah. we didn't mean it. Which also Sorry, could, I mean, back. it also brings up question about and and this isn't a stab necessarily at Nintendo, but Nintendo has been just bragging about how easy it is to develop on this device and how easy it'll be to port on this device. Yet we're seeing a lot of these companies that clearly had time. Okay, this game this game's been in development since we've known about the Switch for quite a while. It's just now coming on May. So so what? Has what has been going on that's still taking time to port this game to the Switch if indeed it's supposed to be easy? Did you hear about Hollow Knight? Um, no. So Hollow Knight is some is a game that they announced a while ago was coming to the Switch. It's like a Metroidvania style game with a really cool like high contrast black and white art style, uh, black and white art style, a little bit similar to Limbo maybe in the art style. Okay. Um, alleged. I read today that it's gonna. They think it's gonna take possibly six months to a year to port and it was originally set to come out on the wii or it's already out on the wii u like why is it taking that long to port when nintendo has been boasting yeah. about how easy and it, it is and, and that's from nintendo to nintendo yeah i'm not even talking from like ps4 to nintendo so to me that i was like a year like i was hoping this game was going to come out maybe this month yeah. like 
Yeah, it's that's a interesting. Crazy. That's that's concerning to me. Uh, I think I think if this really is a problem, I think we'll start to hear developers um, complaining more and more. But we'll we'll have to wait and see. Is it got to do with it being on a cartridge? It supposedly wasn't supposed to be an issue. You know that that again, Nintendo's coming around saying it was supposed to be easy to make this uh, adaptation to make this adjustment to be able to play on the Switch. You know, uh, and games like even Minecraft that just came out for the Switch is running uh, in handheld and dock mode stuck in 720p. And everyone's wondering, well, why isn't it running in 1080p? Microsoft simply came out and said, it's not the Switch. The power is there. We can't figure out how to program our game so that when you take it from from handheld to dock mode, that it, that it ramps up properly and the game continues to function right. So down the line, we could see a patch here yeah. for Minecraft that fixes this. But even Microsoft themselves, who, owns, who own Minecraft, came out and said, the issue isn't the Switch. The issue is we can't figure out how to make it work right on the Switch. Well, that tells me right there that the port, the functionality of developing your game or pushing your game, pre-existing game, which was already on the Wii U, to the Switch and just giving it a resolution bump, doesn't seem that simple. I don't know. This makes me, this makes me wonder uh, what language Minecraft is developed in. Because the Switch, when they came out with it, they said that it supports you know, very specific things. I believe uh, some form of C or C++ and Unity, which I believe is in C as well, and mm-hmm. then it supports the Unreal engines. But uh, if micro, if Minecraft isn't programmed in that in one of those languages, it might be an issue with that. True. Yeah, that's possible. That there, we we've seen it before. I mean, Axiom Verge had a huge issue with this. So, hmm. um, yeah, it's it's very possible. It, I'm just I would like to know more, and I think as to, as we move into the first year, or the first. You know, year of this uh, cycle for the Switch, I think developers will be a little more vocal about what's going on and, and, and the obstacles that they're running into. So, all right, uh, next topic is Player Unknown Battlegrounds raises nearly $225,000 for children's charity. So, over the past weekend, we had our first big uh, Player Unknown Battlegrounds event that's been advertised and talked about uh, throughout Twitch and, and all over all over the in the internet. So, uh, and you can see a bunch of highlight videos and the, the news articles that we'll be sharing on our pages. But the charity invitational, which was announced last month by the game creator uh, Brendan Player Unknown Green, took place on May fourth. The event featured 128 streamers from North America and Europe who were grouped in teams by region to compete in a series of matches. The money was raised during the event will go to Gamers Outreach, which we've heard a lot, you know, we know a lot about here mm-hmm. locally with uh, Gamers Forgiving and Gamers Outreach, uh, an organization that provides hop- hospitalized children with equipment and software to help them cope with their treatment. So I just think this was, um, you know, it's pretty straightforward. A lot of money going to a good cause uh, based off of a new, a new exciting game. And I always just like to give, give uh, a platform for people doing, doing good things in our community. So uh, congratulations to a successful event and, um, you know, raising a lot of money for a good cause. I love seeing these, like, stream events raise this crazy amounts of money. Because, like, you hear about, like, the breast cancer walks and, like, all of these different, like, charity events that are typical as we can call it now but being able to take gaming and turn it into a charity event and raise this type of money is huge 
Yeah, no, it, it is, and, uh, and it looks like it's only on its way up. I think the popularity of this game is growing, and, and they'll be able to have more events like this and, and continue to expand on it, so that's good. Did you watch any of it? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. I know. I think you you were you had been talking about oh, it. Oh, I so. watched it. It was it was a great event. Yeah. Uh, my team was Doctor Disrespect and Tim the Tapman, and Josh OG and Summit was my other team that I wanted to win. But I think Grims and some other guy. Yeah, I forget one. his name. It's different. Yeah, Grims won and Lyric. Oh my God, Lyric is just a beast in that game. But it was a fun tournament. It was just fun to watch. To watch like. Like, if you wanted to watch more of a comedic side, you look for Tim the Tapman, and um, I think Cream was another one. Like, Amor Baru, who's another kind of a comedian kind of streamer, and you watch their streams from their point of view, and it was hilarious, especially Dr. Disrespect, because he's – him being him as a streamer, it was just hilarious to see how they were talking smack to each other. And they're streamers, and they all know each other, and they're all friends outside of streaming and stuff and going to events. It's just it was just hilarious to see how much shit talking was done in this and how engaged they were into this. So it wasn't just like, okay, we're doing this for charity, let's just have some fun and not actually compete. No, they were competing and having fun. It just made it yeah, a that, great stream. That was I watched some of the highlights and that was the biggest thing that I really enjoyed is that it, it, it great event, but at the same time you could see the sheer fun that the group was having along with Still being competitive and still still wanting to win, so um, it was it was it was a cool cool event. So. I'll say this: right when I thought like I was starting to get decent at this game, like oh, okay, I'm starting to pick up some kills, I'm I'm getting higher up there, almost getting to my chicken dinner, you know. Then I watched this event and I'm like, holy crap, am I so far off of being good at this game? <laughs> yeah, I never thought that. I know I'm terrible at this game. <laughs> So it, it mainly it's keyboard mouse to me. I still I still just need yeah, a man. lot of work with that. So, all right, I want to get into our last topic here. It is a, a sore subject for me, and um, you know I just I just saved it saved the best for last. Sega is planning to revive major IPs. Ooh, a revival of major properties is part of Sega's plan leading up to 2020. Okay. Tell me more. I will. Let me just read this little piece to you because it's boiling with excitement. (sighs) Sega has revealed plans of the revival of major IPs within Sega Sammy Group's new Road to 2020 document released this year. uh, Sorry, at the end of their fiscal year. The presentation does not specifically mention which IPs. Sega may be seeking to exhume at this stage, though it does stress the company will also seek to expand existing properties and challenge for potential new franchises. The strategy is to resurrect major IPs is noted as one of the major points in Sega's goals for the packaged game field. Okay, so. Again, you'll want to head on over to Motor City Gaming on Facebook and, and, and look for this article because there are some screenshots here. And um, the package game field has some bullet points. And I want to—I just want to ramble off some of these bullet points for you. Okay? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me prepare my excitement. Let yeah. me just stretch. Let yeah. me get my smile on yeah. my face. Just get amped like the time I told you a new Sega system was coming out yeah. and then we found out the amp it music. wasn't true. We need the amp music. This. We don't need the amp music because it's going to fail real fast. I, <laughs> All right. Here we go. Digital game field. Create titles that will become global hits. Global hits. Hmm. 
Interesting. I can think of a few that you already have that you never did anything with. Oh, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Establish, establish digital marketing business. Expand. Oh, my God. Expand overseas publishing business. Ooh. Okay. Seems okay. smart. Seems wise. Maintain profits through long-term operation of existing titles. Jazzy, that oh. sounds good. Yeah. Develop yeah. next generation titles. Okay, those are your bullet points. But there's four pictures that I'm staring at. Okay? And there's only two that I'm really going to reference right now. Poyo Poyo Tetris. Oh, yeah. We know about that game. We know a lot about it. You know what? Wow. I never enjoy, heard of it. I enjoy Poyo Poyo Tetris. I love Tetris, and I've never played Poyo Poyo. Turns out, when you combine them together and, and give them to me on the Switch, I'm having a good time. Thank you for doing that, Sega. I, you I'm, never played Kirby's Avalanche or Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine? I ha- you know what? I played Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Poyo Poyo? Yeah. Eh, whatever. You look at that. So, okay. Good job. I like that. The other icon on this little image here put me into a rage that I have no control over, and that is Fantasy Star Online 2. Red alert. Red alert. <laughs> <laughs> Fantasy Star Online 2 is the game that I was waiting for for years, Sega, for years. In 2012, you told me it was coming. It's 2017, and I still don't have my game, yet you put it, you, you, you put it on your document like you still think it's going to work over here when it's, what, five years old? What? Uh, uh, let me just... Red alert. <laughs> Thank you. What the hell do you think... Is gonna what the hell do you think is gonna happen here? Like, why do you hold this press conference because Sega's not doing well? We're losing money. The reports haven't been good. Oh, I know. There's this thing called Fantasy Star. I think it used to be popular over here, but we bailed on it five years ago. What the hell? Now it's part of your business plan. Okay, well, I've been playing on the Japanese server because all of us over here in North America. Never knew when the game was coming. You even have a goddamn website, Fantasy Star Online 2 NA, like North America. You have a fucking website for the last five years that hasn't been updated, yet we have to sign on to this no, game. No, you're confused. NA stands for not actually happening. Pro- probably. You know what? <laughs> Fuck me, right? But seriously, <laughs> I play on the Japanese server with a bunch of other English-speaking people that took over an entire server and translated everything and created plugins to help understand what we're actually doing. I mean, what? Why? Like, I'm just so mad at them right now. Sega, I loved you. I love Dreamcast. I I grew up Sega Genesis boy, and you know, Fantasy Star was one, is one of my favorite games of all time. And you just sit here and you slap it on there like it's something that like is new or it's something like, oh yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't fucked you for the last five years by not giving you this game, and you're like, it's part of our plan coming up to 2020. It better be your plan in 2017. It better be your plan at fucking E3 this year. Or guess what? I don't care anymore. Okay? I've been there. I've done that. Your game's old. You need to come out with, I don't know, Fantasy Star Online 3 and release it over here. And then maybe I'd be like, all right, at least they're trying. Don't take your old garbage like, I don't know, mm, Every MMO that's on the PC for the last 10 years and then goes, okay, well, uh, let's slap it onto the PS4 for free-to-play so that we can just grab some more subscriptions because our game's dead. 
and the growth has just been stagnant. That's exactly what you're doing. Your growth on this game is clearly stagnant. No one wants to play your game, or the people that are playing your game, they're already there. So your only growth now is to hand a five-year-old game to us and say it's your plan to road to 2020 and make Sega relevant again. You would have been relevant five years ago if you would have brought the game out the way you are supposed to. This was supposed to be a game on the Vita that you could play, and then you could cross over to the PC, and you could cross over to the PS4, and guess what? Japan got it. Guess what? Certain Asian continents got it. But you know what? We didn't get it, and Europe didn't get it, and a bunch of other places didn't get it, so thanks a whole lot for nothing, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that you put this on your document. Did you take your blood pressure medicine today? No, I have a headache now. (laughs) Man, the road to 2020 looks bright. It sure does, Jazzy. I'm really excited for you and I to play Fantasy Star together while Grim's being salty about it. I can't wait. Sega Sammy's recently released financial results were positive. They were (laughs) positive. I have no idea what's going on with Mike right now. He keeps jumping in and out of the the, um, podcast, I think, guys. So if you keep hearing... Noises. That's what's happening. He's also super upset, upset about. Yeah, fantasy I think yeah. He's, ra- he's 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 screaming, yeah, so he, he keeps yeah. muting himself. All right, I think uh, I think we just got Mike back after uh, having. I don't know. Did he leave? Did he bail on us? Mike, you there? No, I'm here. Oh, what's up, man? <laughs> now you're super upset about Fantasy Star, just like Grim, right? You're just as heated. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> He I'm just kind got of excited about it. Tell he, you the truth, he just got uh, tired of me of me yelling, so he just kept kept leaving the chat. So go ahead, tell us why you're excited for a five year old video game, Mike. Oh, I don't know. I just think that like anytime I I have a real soft spot for Sega. Um, I, I just think anytime that they're they're actually actively trying to do something good, that uh, we should encourage them and pat them on the back and give them a juice box and uh, let them do their thing. You know, I mean, they're, they're, that's they're how we treat Jazzy. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it is true. Uh, 100% fact. <laughs> Jazzy likes his apple juice. Got that high C. Will you quit hitting your mic what stand? Did, yeah, what are That's you doing? Me. That's not me. I didn't hit it. It sounded like you hit it. Nothing to hit. Anyways. Is there any more from this from Sega? Yeah, there's 100% more than this. Packaged Game Field. Okay, we talked about digital game fields. Packaged Game Field is expanding existing IPs and obtaining new IPs for North America, European PC games. So they want to look into expanding in the PC world. Uh, Fantasy Star Online back in 2012 would have worked right there, but no, you didn't bring it over. Build revenue base by being entrusted with outsourced development. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're going to develop for other people when you can't even develop your own IPs. Sounds good. Cha- uh, challenge for new IPs. Whatever that means. I guess you're just going to you're gonna do a bidding war with everybody else that has more money than you. So good luck with that. Revival of major IPs, which we already talked about, and effective utilization of development engines. Good. I think that <sighs> challenge for new IPs is to, for them to get back to Shenmue. It's not a new IP, Gable. Well, that's, not, that's not what that means. It's not technically not new. It's like Mo- Nintendo's coming out with this new game called Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> it's not new. It's not a new intellectual property. It's new. It's a new game. All right. Mario so, has a hat now that talks and has eyes. So doesn't sad. make it new. That just makes it different. <laughs> That's why you don't like hats. Zelda. <laughs> Zelda's open world, and we're not calling that. We're not calling Zelda new. Just a, it was just the next Zelda game. Totally new. Brand new oh IP. God. Oh, my new God. New intellectual property. Sega yes. recently released financial results, which were positive regarding the company's performance in games with a launch of Total War Warhammer, Persona 5, 
Uh, plus continued robust sales for Fantasy Star Online 2 attributed as con- as contributors to- for profit growth. So, you know, they're bas- they still have people in Japan and a few other areas that this game released in playing this game. So now they're like, oh, maybe other people want to play this game. Wrong. <sighs> the ship is sailed. The Grimlock ship is sailed. My, pr- my thing with Sega is... is you know, like I get mad at Nintendo. We've we've been mad at Nintendo for decisions they've made. We've been worried from a Nintendo, and, and the reason why is because I we've lived through Sega. Sega was this little guy that was competing against Nintendo. It was it was competing against the behemoth that was the big N, and it just made piss poor decisions and killed itself. It was just like, hey, look this gun. It's fun. I'm gonna point it at my face, and then it went off. And that's when you release the Sega Saturn without telling anyone. And then you're like, that, was, that did really bad for us. Let's do it again with the Dreamcast. And now you're going to come out and be like, well, you know, um, we're going to revive some IPs that we've just completely abandoned and pissed people off. But don't worry, now we realize the error in our ways. Nintendo's like that kid that that's super good in high school, makes it to college, and does a little drinking, and the grades start to slip. You're like, what are you doing, young man? You need to get your grades together. Sega. Sega's like the kid who did a ton of drugs in high school, <laughs> didn't go to college, and you're just glad that they're not, you know, strung out and dead. It's like, well, you're still alive. We're glad you're here working at the gas station, Sega. So, But Nintendo, exactly. we, we think you can finish your degree. Oh, I just got a great idea, Grim. We can go to Japan and then play Fantasy Star. I'm still waiting to hear your good idea. <laughs> I just want to go to Japan, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> I'm down to go to Japan just for their, their gaming just culture, but Sega... My God, I don't know. Giant monsters, there, guys. I have such a hard time. I have such a hard time just hating, like hating on you, because there is such a history here with Sega. But you are doing nothing for me in in the near future. The only thing I'm excited for is Sonic Mania, and it's just because you're regurgitating what I lived. You know, all new IP. Sonic Mania. It's a whole. Whole new IP. <laughs> Brand new. So. Cable won't even look at me. <laughs> Sorry. So I was reading chat, and it is a new IP. <laughs> what exactly is going on right now? Oh Cheer my train. God. Yeah, it's it's nonstop. Congratulations. Um, all right, I'm not going to spend any more time on it. L- let us know what you think about Sega's announcement here. I mean, bringing old IPs back and, and trying, to, trying to resurrect maybe some of their... You know, they're great moments. And I think Cable made a good point. Where the hell's Power Stone in this? Where the, you know, you yeah. had other IPs that deserve attention that you've just abandoned even worse than you did. At least Fantasy Star Online 2 exists. I may never have been able to play it the proper way, but at least it exists because uh, Power Stone, which was a super successful arena fighter, it's dead in the water. So. Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Great one, Mike. Uh, we, we need it. Yeah, we would. I would love another crazy taxi. I'd love bring just just bring some arcade racers back for God's sakes and get rid of some oh of the simulation bullshit. Don't even get me started on that. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> Make games fun again. <laughs> Am I right? Come on, yeah. games right now. Games actually aren't that fun. 
Yeah. Too serious. I think the Switch. Serious. I think the Switch was one of those things where when we, when it first came out, we got our taste of like multiplayer, local multiplayer Bomberman and, and Mario Kart and 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 even Zelda. Like we've discussed, how it's fun to just discuss with each other about thing how we're playing the game differently. Like that was a piece of gaming that I felt like has been missing. It was just like. We played Destiny. We got online, and we either killed people together and had fun, or we yelled at each other because we were getting our asses kicked. And and that was that was what gaming it kind of turned into. He's just mad because gaming is not fun because he doesn't he doesn't play he he leaves the game and then comes back and expects to get a participation trophy. Me? Yeah. Oh, I need my I need my reward from Iron Banner so that in two months it's not going to mean shit. Like maybe if you were playing the game the whole fucking time, you would have known that there is no more participation. For a guy that trophy. doesn't care about trophies and stuff like that, you sure care about this one. Whoa, whoa. Okay, fair, fair call out. Uh, I wanted an in-game item, like a new gun for getting to rank five. But you, it's a fair call out for me wanting my participation trophy. I played enough levels. I deserve a free gun. Okay, Jazzy, I'll give you that. <laughs> Roasted, you got me. You got me. Yes! Yeah, I'll give you a toasty. Thank you. <laughs> Gosh. All right, well, somebody mark that. Timestamp that. Yeah, right. Chime in, yeah. chime in on our uh, on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming, or in in the Discord, or even the Gamezilla group, wherever you want to, wherever you want to yell. About Sega, oh. then all you need to do is head on over to MotorCityGaming.com, join the groups, and we can we can yell about Sega together. You can tell me why I'm wrong. I don't really care. I'm just happy that we're recording this podcast finally. It, it makes me feel good that... Finally, we've been recording it for the last multiple hours. Everyone knows that's a lie, and everyone knows you have no idea what you're doing with that new shiny There's board. There's no technical issues. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. I'm in full control, and I am not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All those things are true. <laughs> I can tell you... Uh, no, you know what? I don't want to admit anything because uh, we don't want to get banned from Twitch. We're having a good time. So, yeah, anyways. It's for the kids. Yeah, it's for the children. Gamezilla is for the children. That's right. The youths. Okay, so so that was the news that we we finished off with with the Sega rant. I'm I'm very mad at Sega, but let's be honest. If they brought Fantasy Star Online two over here, of course I would I would check it out. But uh, being a five year old game, I don't know how obsessed I could get with it. You would get obsessed. Probably, yeah, your probably. your life would be down the toilet. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's probably. What true. if they put it on the Switch? Oh, I'd lose my. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Put it on the Switch. I'm I'm done. You're, I'm your best friend again for sure. I'm right back on board. But it's not going to happen because they say this just like they said in 2012, which means we're never going to get it. So whatever. Okay. Man. That's the news. Yeah, that's been the news. You can can find all these articles on our Facebook page, Motor City Gaming. And, uh, yeah, we're going to move on to the next segment before I have a uh, complete stroke and just fall over here. Uh, And I think uh, it's time for some emails. Wrong! You've been snaked. It is time. It is time for something that we do with our guests. It is time for boom, 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 lightning round. All right, I got to bring this music down because Mike is actually in the same audio channel, so it's a little chaotic, but I had to have the hype music to bring us in. It's time for a lightning round. Boom, boom, splam. Are you making fun of me? Good job! Good job! I was making fun of my splam. Your good jobs were very good. You're Thank a you. very talented young man. Uh, I think I try. 
Okay, it's time for a lightning round. So, so Mike, here's how it's going to go. I'm going to ask you some questions, and I know it's a little less exciting without the hype music behind you, but we want to make sure we can hear you good. And you're going to answer them as quick as you possibly can. Just give us okay. give us the true answers from your heart. Are you ready for the yes. lightning round? This is for everyone listening to GameZilla. Get to know Mike TV. All right. Uh, Graham, actually, could you sing a little bit of the like background? With the boom, boom, boom. Just get us hype a little bit. Okay. All right, we're good. We got it going. Okay. First off, Mike, Mario or Zelda? I'm done. Zelda. Zelda. Favorite game system? Ooh. Oh my god, the pressure's on. He's not gonna make it. PC Master Race. Shut up. Dreamcast. Do it. Do oh, it. I said I said GameCube. Oh, oh game. okay, GameCube. Oh, good call. Sorry. Actually, that's a really good answer. Metroid or Castlevania? Oh, you pick wisely. Castlevania. Oh! oh! Good man, good man. Hell no! Hell sorry. no! Good call. Castlevania's good. We need a new YouTube person. That's anybody, not true. Anybody out there want to edit? That's not true. Fuck. We do not, we're not getting anyone new because no one else can do the snake pit. My God. We're a team. You can't get rid of him now. We're Him and I are one. <laughs> him and I are one? That sounds... <laughs> Awesome. Oh, I've known him biblically. Next you know what question. I mean. He's dead to me. <laughs> Favorite gaming hero? Oh. Um, Jay-Z Fiddle, Jay-Z. Damn, that could be a lot of things. Uh, I mean, honestly, I'm probably... My channel's name is The Death Mountaineers, so probably Link again. Nice. Big fan. Okay. Okay. We're going to play a little game of uh, Bang, Mary Kill, if you would, but it is involving... Grimlock, myself, and Jazzy. Take oh, your God. picks. <laughs> yeah. Oh, pick, wi- pick we wisely. All know I'm here. Dying here. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead and jump on Jazzy. You have no value in life. Okay. After recent events, I think that my. <laughs> Wait, is this going to involve me having a small wang? I I may have Um, oversold that for comedy, okay? Among a couple other things. (laughs) So, it's it's a real toss. I'm definitely going to bang Ethan. Thank Mm, you. Yeah. It's the beard, isn't it? Because of... uh, Well, that and, you know, he's (laughs) apparently closest to a woman, so... Um, (laughs) Yes. There's, There's... there's grounds to back that up. <laughs> oh my! Now, the Mary Kill thing—it's really not fair. I don't—I don't want to kill either Jazzy or Grim. However, but you have to. <laughs> Jazzy <laughs> is responsible for. Let's see, I would say eighty-five percent of my income. So oh. I'm gonna marry Jazzy. Yeah. <laughs> It's all about the money. It's That's all right. about the money. Hold on. Let me just so, hop on over to Patreon real quick before you can change Oh, yeah. Mind. You do that? Yeah. $10. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. So, uh, money unfortunately, Grim gets the axe right now. Even though, That's fine. even though I do love the Grim. Yeah. What? yeah. I appreciate so, it. I love you, too. Love him, man. You got to kill him. <laughs> what was your favorite PC game from your childhood? Um, well, that would definitely be Midtown Madness. Mm. Yeah, I like that one. Nice. Who is your favorite movie villain? Favorite movie villain? Mm. Jazzy. Jazzy? <laughs> no, it'll be, uh, <laughs> let me see. Have you, have you guys ever seen Legend? Mm. I know, uh, be, I know uh, of Legend. 
it would be the Satan from Legend, the demon. From mm, okay. Legend. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Are you an Android or an iPhone guy? iPhone, though I appreciate Android quite a bit. Shout out. Uh, what is your favorite video game soundtrack? Oh, Pokemon Red and Blue. Excellent choice. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite game ever? My favorite game ever? Oh, Dragon Seeds. Dragon Seeds. <laughs> My favorite game ever. That would probably, like, there's so many ways to. Oh, I got boy. it right on the stream here. Metroid I, <laughs> Federation Force. Let me, let me. Yeah. Let me let me think for one second. Uh, Time's it would up. definitely be a Super Nintendo game, mm -hmm. um, and it would be one that I go back to repeatedly over and over and over again. And probably Yoshi's Island for the Super Ooh. Nintendo. Nice pick. Nice pick. Yeah. All right. How much would we have to pay you to wipe Jazzy's butt? He's Jazzy, no wipe. How many dollars hmm. would we have to throw down for you to give him a, a, a cleanup? Let's see. So remember, you're getting that sweet discount. <laughs> <laughs> wow. For the wipe, uh, I have had a glass of whiskey, so I'd say <laughs> I'd say forty bucks for the wipe, eighty dollars for a shave. No, no, not bad. All right. We'll have, to, we'll have to work that into the budget with the Patreon money, so we yeah. get a chance to clean up. Yeah, I um, think the patrons would be okay with us spending that kind of money for that purpose. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, important, important question. Uh, being that you're the YouTube uh, YouTube star of Motor City Gaming, uh, Snake Pit or Pop Hunters? What's better? Hunters. Snake Pit. Oh, what? Oh, 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 man, he's just creating enemies left. And, I know, right? <laughs> and the Twitch stream's gone. I don't know what's happening. Uh, had to throw that one out there. Uh, he actually took us off. Did you really? No, I didn't. Oh, oh, no, my, okay. <laughs> my screen actually buffered, and I actually thought he took us off. And I'm actually going to let Grim ask you the last question. I'm about to just put uh, up okay. old episodes of Popeye. The last right question. <clears throat> we all know what's coming here, okay? If you had to uh -oh. have sex with a Pokemon, what Pokemon and why? Oh... I immediately thought of a terrible answer. I don't feel comfortable saying live. <laughs> um, so you're going to do it. Uh, Just text me the answer. So, I'll say it live. Is this... Uh, let me see. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> got to check if his girlfriend's home for yeah. this one. Yeah. If I had to have sex on the Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, talk, talk it out. Talk it out, really. Yeah, yeah okay. Well, what, I, what I'm thinking is, like, you know, which ones... Are like more anthropomorphic than the other one. Right? A lot that's, of people go that. Route. Yeah, a lot of people right. go that. Route. I go Snorlax because I like them thick. That was that was uh, on Thick, squishy, yeah. thick though. Yeah, so I got I'm Snorlax. Thick. I got Snorlax right off and over the side anytime anytime I need a quickie. Right, but the other question is like, what Pokemon do I hate? You know. Mm, so like, you're you're trying to hate bang. <laughs> oh, hate yeah. bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, deep. That's dark sided actually. <laughs> Um, See, I okay, uh, I would probably go with um, Psyduck. Oh, because I feel like Psyduck would forget about it real quick. <laughs> <From the headache. laughs> what I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
Grim just knocked over one of our lights with his giant stuff Snorlax. Well, listen, we were having a good time. That's all I got to say, all right? I'm just going to we'll put the light back up and well, uh, maybe have a quick round you know, may, Mike, maybe your tender loving would heal Psyduck's migraine. It's possible. Also, I, 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 you know, the sound it makes is pretty funny. So at least I would get some kind of comedic relief out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's also a little dark sided. You want you want it to make like a weird command. sound while you're banging it. Well, Psyduck actually was voted by the original incarnation of the Legend of Retro as the number one Pokemon of the original generation. It's a so, fact. I mean, you can't you can't you know deny it. A popular Pokemon among Motor City Gaming. All right, uh, Mike, that was the lightning round. It was sloppy, but almost everything I do is. So thank you for playing along. No uh, problem. Um, there fun. is a question from the from a patron though. That's uh, they wanted to know: um, Cable or Dwight? Oh, I saw that. <laughs> Shout out our boy Dwight. Um, oh, well, the, the dude, I got a relationship with Dwight. I, I got <laughs> I got to go with Dwight on that just because Cable and I apparently haven't talked as much as I thought. <laughs> but everything that Dwight likes, I'm into. So there you go. You actually know Cable. That's true. That's true. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for thanks for putting up with that. That, that was uh, we had some fun there, but no, that was fun, man. All right, uh, can we now we can get into some news. Some Probably news. not news. We already did that. But we can do some I mean, emails. I mean, sorry, yeah, emails. I'm all over the place. Who had the forty? Uh, I had I had something else. What did I have here? A twenty? Yeah. <laughs> twenty. Whatever. Whoa there, high roller. Yep. The FBI has just sent a letter to them informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com Okay, Jassy Fiddle, your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. This is emails, and if you're just tuning in, it's been a shit show, and it's just about to get worse. Yeah! So we're going to start it off with the best. Sci-Fi AJ. If you guys were adopting wrestlers' entrance routines, whenever you showed up at a new spot, which wrestlers' entrance you rolling with? Examples. I like Batista's machine gun and at Five Mile Rick like Shawn Michaels' front double bye while getting low, having pyro in the background. Huh. Sci-Fi AJ. Pretty good. Pretty good option. I'm trying to think. I probably, you know, obviously I really like uh, I really like Randy, I like Randy Orton. But Your dude posing on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, just posing on him, you know, acting acting a little bit, uh, you know, like an animal. but uh, Snake-like? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. so you're a fan of me. You yeah. like me and my oh, snake absolutely. people. I, I envy you secretly. <laughs> but And then if I had, you know, but if I wanted to really pick one where, when I was really, like, into wrestling, I loved Raven. Quote yeah. the Raven. I, I was a huge fan Scott of Scott Levy. Yeah, well, yeah, that was his real name, but I, I was a win with Raven. So I, I I'd love to uh, to what was it? It was Raven's Nest. Or, or what? Yeah, Raven's Nest was in ECW, and then it was Raven's Flock. I believe Flock. That was it in yeah, WCW. Yeah, yeah. So. Yep, that was what I remember the Flock. Yep. Yeah. I was also a big Raven fan. So you're gonna roll in. You're, you're so you're gonna grunge out. You're gonna have the yeah. the flannel around your waist, and you're just gonna sit in the corner down low and yeah. just sort of watch the crowd. Exactly. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Oh man, 
I'm going to go for two reasons I'm going with this entrance. One, because he's one of my favorite wrestlers and I think one of the best wrestlers of all time. And two, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy pissing off Deadite. And I'm going to go with The Undertaker where he comes in on his bike to rollin', rollin', rollin'. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I can't get wrong because gotta got to love Undertaker. Uh, so... Um, I'm a little bothered that still week we've been, this has been going on for weeks. So you guys have found ways to talk about Limp Biscuit on the show. <laughs> and that that breaks me as a man. <laughs> it breaks me as a, a human being and, and hurts my spirit. But well done, Jazzy. Jazzy's might have been the best yet, though. Yeah. That, that was that was well done. Yep. I'm C- trying. Cable, do you have one? Oh yeah, I will go with um, Triple H before the. Was that uh, Motorhead did his stuff? Yeah, Motorhead's done three or four of his entrances now. So he had the game, which was his original Motorhead entrance. Mo- uh, Motorhead did the entrance for Evolution and his uh, Bow Down to the King. The game is the first. Yeah, the first yeah. one with the lights. Oh, yeah, that, that was, was so the, good. That was the best so one to good. me. And when he came back in the uh, at the Garden after he'd been off for like a year with his quad injury, that was the best. And probably be uh, the Deadly Boys. Oh, nice with the with the bomb coming yeah. down. Boo! Fun fact: Bubba Ray Dudley uh, threw some fake punches at my wife earlier this week what? <laughs> at the wrestling show, like kind of clowning around like fake punches. Yeah, nice. Fun, fun bully fun Ray. Yeah. Mike, do you have a do you have something to chime in with? Um, I don't really know much about wrestling to tell you the truth. That's cool. Uh, but I do like Macho Man Randy Savage. There That's you go. Good bum, good bum, That's all I got. Bum, 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 the popping circumstance. Oh yeah. <laughs> so guys, yes. I know. I know you're probably thinking I'm gonna. I'm gonna go like ah, oh, Stone Cold, CM Punk. You know, one of one CM of my Punk. boys. One of my boys. I I love CM Punk's entrance. Uh, the the the. the First off, he had his first one with Kill Switch was amazing, and his second one with Living Color with uh, the static at the beginning was awesome. But here's how I want to roll in. I'm, I'm, I'm going a way that you guys probably didn't see coming. I want China's entrance. What? <laughs> Stick with me. Stick with me. Uh-uh. Stick with me. No. There was a point where China would walk out and then have a rocket launcher oh, that yeah. she would shoot like roaming and like do 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 do. I want to actually roll into parties <laughs> and just and like yeah, her music could be like uh, playing like don't treat me like a woman, don't treat me like a man or like whatever. I don't care if the music is playing or not, but I just want to roll out and just do 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 just shoot off a bazooka of fireworks everywhere that I go. That'd be cool. That's pretty. That's pretty good. Fair unexpected, answer. unexpected, good answer. <laughs> I forgot about her intro. Yeah, <laughs> but she didn't always do that. It was later in her career that she had the the rocket launcher. Oh, great question, Sci-Fi. Thank you, sir. Next question comes from Adam Fairley. I recently was reading my Game Informer magazine from GameStop, and they had an article on the top 100 RPGs of all time. <laughs> I was surprised to see some of the names on this list of RPGs. Wondering your thoughts on these. Three picks. Destiny, rank 81. Give me some help with this. Shadouken? Shakodin? Two? I've never played this game. I don't know, whatever. 29. (laughs) And Skyrim as number one. His thoughts. Destiny and RPG. Shakodin 2 is typically regarded as one of the top ten of all time. And Skyrim is number one. By the way, thanks for doing the great Optimus Prime impersonations last week, Adam Bomb Diggity Tastic. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of this question. First of okay. all, 
There may or may not be, and I cannot confirm nor deny that there. I may have spent about almost six hours in the studio on Saturday covering something, and it might be why I have this in my hand. This is hot garbage, first of all. Okay, Game Informer, you should be ashamed of yourself. Heated trash. You should be ashamed of yourself. Those three that he picked don't even begin to explain the atrocities that are inside of this book, okay? So, but I'm going to address your three, and then I'm going to tell you to keep an eye out on Legend of Retro, because there may be a multi-part show coming up very soon. Anyways. There is. There is. Destiny is not an RPG and belongs nowhere on this list. (laughs) Skyrim is not the best RPG of all time and should never be considered the best RPG of all time. That is not to say that Skyrim is not a good game, but it is not the best RPG of all time. And when you read the explanations of why these scores got put into this, I will tell you then makes even less sense why they made Skyrim number one. They literally contradict their own guideline in the book as to why Skyrim's number one. I don't even know why I even have these shipped to me anymore. They're so bad. The only thing I could come up with as to why this Game Informer even exists and why Skyrim got number one is that they can, is that GameStop can still sell Skyrim and it can't seem to sell a legitimate copy of Chrono Trigger without it being mad 94 when the, when the person that buys it puts it in their system. So I have well, no idea. Mad 94 is a pretty good RPG too. Not, yeah, exa- <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, um, I don't have an answer for you other than you shouldn't be paying attention to Game Informer's Top 100. Uh, it, it instantly means get rid of it. It's Wait, garbage. So you're saying I should be living by this magazine like I have been for the last three years? It would explain a lot as to why you pick terrible games. Terrible? Yeah. I mean... Don't don't spoil anything. We I can't, mean, we, we can't. I'm, just, I'm just thumbing through here yeah. a little bit. Destiny is not an RPG. It's not even close. <laughs> it has uh, RPG uh, elements. But so, like, if we're going to play that, that thin line, it, even if it has RPG elements, do you really put it in the top 100 RPGs of all time? No. No? Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, Mike, do you, have, do, you want, do you have anything you want to disagree with me? You want to chime in here? Oh, uh, I mean, just that, like, first of all, Game Informer is always wrong, pretty much. Um, and, like, I mean, Skyrim is the number one number one rpg of all time like that's that's out of control yeah it's just not i mean like i can name multiple rpgs that are better than skyrim like off the top of my head you know okay uh, name one do it earthbound earthbound number 20s number 19 on this list number 19 it's not even in the top 10 number 19 yeah oh Pokemon Red. Yeah, Pokemon but Earthbound Blue. doesn't Number have dragons. On this list. Also doesn't really have that many dragons. Good RPGs have dragons. <laughs> that is not Look at the list. Look at the list. No. The more dragons, no. the more dragons, the higher the, the, the higher they are on the list. I bet. Not true. That's how fact. that's how I'd rate not RPGs. True. The more dragons, the better. Again, tune in to the Legend of Retro because we actually took uh two of these lists just recently came out and we actually took them both and uh Used them together. It, it made for a very interesting show and some, some, some argument of chat along with some just question marks like destiny, really, or like um, uh, let me throw out um, Persona Five. I'm not saying it's not a good game, but it's a month old. Do you really want to put it in the top one? If you put it in the top 100, it's got to be far back. 
not on one of these lists. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's brutal. All right. Well, thanks for the question, Adam. Stay tuned for more on your answer. A lot more. Probably too much. Our next question comes from David Lopez. I don't know if you guys D-low? covered this before. The Arcade Archive series on PS4 Store, but it's so good for old farts like me. The presentation, the ports, graphic options, etc. Top-notch re-releases of oldies on the PS4. It doesn't get the publicity it deserves, but I guess they're doing well because you get new releases often. But my real question is, where is my thing jazzy? So I answer that part first. Um, see, I finally had the second mortgage. It's on its way. <laughs> paid off on my house. Jazzy apologizes. Yes, I'm sorry. It's on its way. All right. Um, so Arcade, uh, Arcade Archive is actually is really cool. It's, it's a group that um, is recreating a lot of the... Um, actual arcade ports of this, not the, the um, console-based ports that they're then re-releasing. And actually, they're, they're, it's on the PS4, it's on the Xbox One, and it's on the Switch. And but, but they have tiers to their system, and right now the Xbox One and the Switch are only Neo Geo. So these Neo Geo lots that we're seeing are actually done by these same people, but they for the PS4... They do all sorts of cool games from Bubble Bobble to Dun- to Double Dragon to, I mean, the, the list just goes on and on. There's tons of them. And they've already said that these that aspect that's on the PS4 is coming to the Switch and uh, the Xbox. So it is real cool. You know, the games are very cheap. And for people that don't have the old consoles and the old cartridges to play, it's, it's probably the best way to play this without you know because emulators they work but sometimes they're not the greatest you know running things on retron works but sometimes you run into lag issues and just response issues so this uh this tends to be one of the best ways to to play some of these classics so yeah i um i'm a huge fan and i i look forward to like i've, I've already enjoyed a lot of the neo geo stuff but i really look forward to the the other uh arcade style stuff coming to the switch and they've already announced that they're going to be uh, cheaper than what they were on the Wii U. So that's cool. Very good. Thank you for your question, David. Our next question is from Braden. You skipped one. I'm going to save that one for okay. later. I'll just make sure. I've successfully turned my NES Mini into a retro rig. Today, I am purchasing a PSP with hopes of converting it into yet another retro rig. I've even priced out Raspberry Pis to research creating a retro cabinet one day. How big of a douchebag am I for not using the original old-ass cartridges instead of hacked ROMs? It's the fun of hacking the devices that keeps me wanting more. Hashtag snake court. <laughs> hashtag cable 2KX not guilty. Crazy yes, Uncle Braden. I have an answer to this. Uh, let's hear it. Okay, so uh, you're, not a, you're not a douchebag at all for, for emulating. Uh, I think that it's like... A totally okay thing to do um you know as long as you're not like trying to sell them on like yeah you know uh reproduction cartridges or anything like that like if you want to play the games play the games but i want to warn you of things that you'll run into with emulation and a lot of it comes down to uh lag and um just not using the right hardware uh, you know so say you say you pirate a super nintendo game if it's not coming out of the super nintendo the sound isn't going to be exact and you're going to be getting things like input lag 
which will inevitably uh, either mess up your game in the emulation or mess up your game on the actual system. And it's just things like milliseconds at a time. But say you're really, really, really good at Punch-Out for uh, the you know Nintendo. If you try to emulate that on anything that isn't an actual Nintendo, there's going to be input lag and you're just not going to be as good as you were on the actual Nintendo. So, you know, I mean, you, you do what you do, but it emulation is never perfect unless you have like a FrameMeister and all that kind of stuff, so... Yeah. So no, I 100% agree. It's it's a way to be able to play these and you know the way the example I always give is little Samson. You know, it's it's hard to go out and buy a $1000 cartridge so that you can play a game, but an emulation or or a reproduction cartridge just so that you could see what the game's all about is always an option. So I think it's perfectly fine because it's almost board like it borderlines tinkering for me. Like if something breaks, I have to like take it apart and figure out like why it broke and how it works so I can put it back together. So he's basically the fun of hacking them is what he's getting yeah. out of it. Well, he's so. in the you know he's in the tech world and he loves he loves messing around with this stuff and like like he said he already uh, he already hacked his NES Mini. He brought that uh, he brought that into work one day and we got to to try it out and, and you know what for for what it was for us to just enjoy some punch out actually at lunch. Um, it was fine. It worked. It, I, we had a good time, you know. So, I think um, you know for for what he is doing with it, especially having you know a couple kids and wanting to show them what he grew up on, you know, beyond the thirty games that came on the NES, along with being able to take you know now with the PSP being able to take it on the go. Absolutely, have fun with it. Quick question though: um, Does the does hacking your Nintendo Classic, uh, does that deface the value on that? Because that's the main reason I'm not. Technically, doing that. right now, it increases the value on it. Right now. Really? If you wanted to oh, add yeah. the 700 and some games in the catalog and then sell it on eBay, you will get uh, about, I'd say, 75 to close to $100 more for your system. That's insane. Yeah. And, it's, insane. And, and the sad part is that these people that are paying more money for it doesn't realize it takes all about 30 seconds to do it. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for the oh, question, Braden. Our next question is a specific question for our guest, and it is from Testonomics. Oh, no. As Motor City <laughs> Gaming continues to expand outside of the local area, state, and even country, is there any concern that people affiliated with the team won't be able to tell the difference between one of the staff members wow. and a member of the GameZilla Facebook group? You know what they say, if it ain't Dwight, it ain't right. Testonomics. <laughs> oh, wow. oh, man, uh, I didn't know if you were going to read that one or not. Oh, I'm reading it. We got it. We're calling oh. Mike out. <laughs> can we can we lay some ground here? Because there might be some people that have no idea what's going on. And if, they, if you're in the chat, if you're in the stream or you're listening to the show and you're like, what? why is this so funny? I don't get it. Basically, we had an issue where we had no idea that our video editor, who again resides in Massachusetts and is not, you know, it's not like we hang out with him all the time. Um, and then the one time we did hang out with him, cable wasn't there. So all I'm saying is he was hanging out in the Discord and in the chat room and thought he was, you know, interacting with one person. And uh, turns out he was uh, actually interacting with a completely different person. So when it came to finally putting an image of that person on a YouTube video, he picked the wrong photo. That's yeah. 
It gets worse, people, because yep. all of us watched that video and basically said, when the hell did Cable have a nice beard like that? And that's when it finally clicked. That's not Cable. No, so it finally clicked when I said, that's not me. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that's pretty true. It would have been yeah. funny if he was like, yeah, that looks good. Yeah, so... So realistically, though though Mike Mike was mistaken, none of us helped Mike. So we are all here, kind of looking looking silly. So. Nah, blood's in your hands. I'm not taking any of it. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Eye was like, I watched it at three in the morning in bed. I was sleeping. Sidestep, sidestep, backpedal. Wasn't wearing my glasses. Could have been drunk. Maybe I didn't even watch it. Maybe I just told. Had a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Maybe I just told Mike. Yeah, you know that video you edited for me, Alex. It's great. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I was kidding, uh, Mike. I watched it. Yeah. Okay. Mike, so, any input on this? All right. So uh, basically, um, what happened, right? What had happened was. Uh, oh, God. Uh, how do I? <laughs> all right. Mike, so, Mike, Mike, let me stop you before I, I'll give you this warning. Don't make me send you a mandatory invite to cultural sensitivity training. <laughs> <laughs> snake, the Snake Pit School of Cultural Sensitivity. Grape is great. That's all I'm going to say. Grape is great. Oh, my gosh. Make, make okay, so what, what happened was is that this is a case of mistaken identity uh, by <laughs> me. Um, I, I had been talking to uh, Dwight in the GameZilla Facebook group for a while. Um, not, you know, necessarily knowing exactly who he was, but I thought that he was Cable <laughs> and he was not, uh, Cable. So I was, I had been talking to him as if he was Cable the entire time. And, uh, you know, I, I, you know, we talked about anime, like we talked about video games, we were having a bunch of fun. And, uh, I guess, you know, I... <sighs> How do I even? I, I don't. I don't even know how to go about this. That's a perfect um, answer. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay. My bad. <laughs> Our bad. Yeah. Really. Like. Uh, honestly. I mean. It was just. It was stupid and uh, presumptuous of me. And I've. I've made my apologies. Everybody has. You know. Kind of gotten over the whole thing. But yeah. You know, except, uh, yeah, except no, for test. Our no, fan base. Is, our fan base is pissed. To be fair. Who loves it? <laughs> if Mike would have played any first-person shooter game with Dwight, then he would have known it wasn't Cable because no, nothing would have been kill stolen. Yeah, that's true. And he, a Cable wouldn't have killed him. Also, if he would have played uh, player on known battlegrounds, he would have survived and not been murdered by his own team multiple I times. Acquitted, <laughs> acquitted of crimes in Snake Court. I could still hold my opinion above There's, him. Yeah, <laughs> he's an innocent man in the eyes I of the Snake innocent. Court. All right. Well, All right, thank you for the question test, yeah. and I'm sorry, Mike, I had to do it. It's okay. Our last question comes from Five Mile Rick. My question is about the upcoming weekend. It is Motor City Comic Con. There is also an indie wrestling show. New Alien movie drops. Mm. Seems like there will be a lot of MCG togetherness this weekend. With that being said, what is the longest the crew has continuously been together? Also, who did each member want to kill the most after being together so long? <laughs> <laughs> All right, can, let me let me address the beginning of this just in case anybody wants to join us. So, how how this weekend is going to go down is uh, Friday night. Sci-Fi AJ, myself, and anybody else that would be interested is going to go enjoy the new Alien movie. 
Alien Covenant. So um, details will be uh, discussed in the Discord. So if you're not already a member of Discord, make sure you are, and that's where you're going to find details of what theater, what time, and all that stuff. Feel free to come hang out with us. Saturday will be our day at Comic-Con. Uh, we'll be there from door open until we get sick of the crowds and want to leave. And you can always find us simply by hitting us up in the Discord again or just keeping an eye out for the bright neon green Motor City Gaming shirts uh, or bright neon blue Motor City Gaming shirts. Those are generally the ones we like to wear to the events. So, And we'll be rolling around uh, geeking out, buying some stuff, but also networking and getting the MCG brand out there. So. Uh, so now that that's covered, we can we can talk about the longest that the crew has continuously been together. I'm pro- I, I probably want to think it's Seattle. I think so. Yeah. I think Seattle, which would have been 2015, and it would have been the uh, the PAX West uh, or sorry PAX Prime at the time, our first convention trip, and it would have been Jazzy, myself, Brick Bitch, Eight Bit AJ, and Cable Two KX and no. uh, Chop Snyder. You saying south or west? Oh wait, I'm sorry. I, I added, west. Yeah, no, it was. I'm 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 merging these shows together. You didn't yeah. get to go to Seattle. I forgot. So it was Chop Snyder. Yep. Chops, Jazzy, myself, and uh, Brick Bitch. Was that it? Just the yeah, four of us? Just the four of us. Yeah. Yep. So south, we had more people, but we were there the longest because the flight was the longest. We were there for three, almost four days of the show. And then the, the show flight, runs an extra day. Yeah, and then too, the flight so. back, and then right when we got back, right before we left, we had an event, a family video that we were all together on. Mm-hmm. We left the very next day, and then when we got back, we had the shows to do and everything. So we were there, we were together for, I'd say about a week solid straight, where we were seeing each other and basically just like you know sl- sleeping in the same hotel room, and and just you know, having a great time. But I guess as far as um, you know, annoyances, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna let Jazzy tell me who's annoyed with. Mine's very simple. The longest trip that we had was Seattle, and I love Grimlock and Brick Bitch. They're like a second family to me, so I can't be mad at them. Chops, he's just a giant teddy bear. He's lovable. How how can you be mad at Chops? So I'm going to, you know, relegate my answer over to the second longest trip we had, which was Pack South, in which we had a larger amount of teams there. And the person that I could be the most pissed at is Cable2KX because he said he didn't have a fucking cold oh and he had God. a fucking cold he and got he got me all sick. of us sick. That's right. Oh, yeah, I'm shit. changing my answer. That, I, I was sick as a sick. dog, and it was because he was, like, yeah. coughing and sneezing, sneezing all over me. And I didn't cough all over sick. the room. I didn't cough. I did sneeze. A lot. That room and it was, was full of your boogers. And you, you fart in your sick. And you fart in your sleep. I do not. You do too. You're stinking up the whole room. But Master Caleb was like like pushing his mouth up against the screen window to try to breathe. That is a lie. Cable, just so you know, the statute of limitations is passed. You can't be charged with these crimes this <laughs> <laughs> But if you get people sick on another trip. Your ass is going to be on trial, <laughs> especially if it's me. I didn't get anyone sick. I had allergies. Bullshit. I'm pretty sure, Bullshit. Pretty sure that's they a were, Claritin. I hung out with them when they got back, and and they were quickly very sick immediately after yeah. that trip. Yeah. We went to Applebee's. That is true. Oh, God, that was terrible. They were wearing those razors. Actually, those razors might have made you guys sick. Yeah. Those razor yeah. headphones might have given you guys brain cancer because <laughs> they're the worst headphones. <laughs> Razor, I'm calling you out. Those are those green headphones Krakens, are a sin, against, they're a sin against audio, and you should be ashamed of yourself. 
He had to have surgery when we came back. Who did? You did for your ears. Yeah, because you got me that sick. Me that got you sick. It was sinuses. Uh, Just, just, just so you know, okay. First of all, I had to have surgery because I had a tube in my ear. Now let me explain you how tubes work, since I've had them my entire fucking life, Crable. And this is how it works. Crable. 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 Listen up, Crable. It's Crable. Splam. Splam. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna splam Crable all over the place here. All right. I didn't get him sick. When I get sick, like a head cold from somebody named Cable or Crable, then guess what? It spreads to my ear real quickly because there's a giant fucking hole that's right from my throat up into my ear. Like this, it happens all the time. Okay, so yeah, it was Cable's fault. Okay, we were all healthy, we were all happy, and then we hung out with Cable for about a day, and the next day I was like, uh oh. Cable, are you sure you're not sick? And you're like, I'm not sick. I'm like, all right, maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm, a little off, I'm a little off then. Next day, dead. I was like, God damn it, Cable, you lied to me. You lied to me. You've murdered me. You've ran me over with a car. It's just, it's it's never ending with this man. He's, he kills steals. I mean, God. So, so here's the thing. He aba- oh, 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 he abandons people. When, <laughs> he just leaves games. He's the best player on our team, I'm and done. he bails. <laughs> And so, he bails. So I, I don't know. I don't know a lot about the South, but don't people go down there because their allergies are supposed to be not as bad yeah. as they are here? Except for when someone's sick and they get you infected yeah. with get sickness. Sick. Yeah, it's you're sure are lucky that the statute of limitations. I went is up. to the doctor when I got back. You know what the doctor said? He goes, "Yep, you're definitely sick. By uh, looks like you got the cable virus." Yeah. I was like, "I knew it! <laughs> I knew it!" A close second for me. And there's a really close second. Is any goddamn place I go with Deadite because I can't stand his ass. He is a piece of shit. <laughs> it's like 15 and I minutes. Hate him. 15 minutes. I don't even know how I make me. it through a, an episode with him sitting in the same room as me. Yeah. He's it's awful. knowing that it ends. <sighs> you see the you see the the end of the tunnel, knowing that yeah. you only have to spend yeah. a certain amount of time. I mean, realistically, this question from Rick, he he knows the answer. We don't have to go on a trip. We don't have to spend a lot of time together. We simply just need to log on and play Player Unknown Battleground for about 15 minutes, and we hate each other to the point where we're about to disband. Last week, they were chanting in the stream that GameZilla was disbanding, okay? We don't even have to be around each other. Snake Pit was about to become its own podcast. It was. It was about to go solo. The best trip was East, though, because we got to hang out with Mike. Yeah. Yeah, Aww. but if we had to hang out with Mike for another day, he'd probably be my answer because you know what? He was just too goddamn cool. It was just like, God, this guy's just too fucking yeah. perfect. Yeah. He knows where all the comic book stores are. He knows where all the cool shit is. This guy is just too good. He's like, that's he takes a, us that's to a about comic. where it ends, though. He takes <laughs> when us it comes to, okay. to Boston. I'm like, oh, I know what a comic book is. Like, yeah. I know where to buy your favorite be- or breakfast cook. <laughs> Breakfast Club magnets are there. We go. But, See, yeah. Mike, important yeah. question because I ask this to anyone anytime they're ever in Boston. Have you ever been to the original Dunkin' Donuts? The original Dunkin' Donuts it's in Boston. No, I'm sure it's full of assholes though, like the rest of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry to any of our Dude. fans that like Dunkin' Donuts. If you haven't been to Dunkin' Donuts at four o'clock in the morning when people are like really waking up, oh man, it's bad. Yeah. They said one cream. They said one cream. Make sure it's one cream. <laughs> Mike, did you used to work at a Dunkin' Donuts? I worked at a Cumberland Farms oh. with the Dunkin' Donuts inside it. Oh. So I got to watch it from across the store and laugh. But uh, if I worked, no, I would never work there. No. Okay. That's good to know. 
It's good to know what's beneath you. It's like things that are beneath you, working at Dunkin' Donuts, but not editing the snake pit. I like that, that I'm at least a step ahead of a Dunkin' Donuts. Yet. So far. So far. (laughs) (laughs) He hasn't gotten to your 17-minute rant that you need to somehow condense down to. It's artwork. (laughs) It's artwork, yeah. I'm about to win an Emmy. I don't think they even give Emmys out for YouTube yet. But they're about to. But I'm about to break the mold. Mike and I are going to be up on the stage holding up our Emmy and just urinating off the stage onto the rest of you guys. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I'll be just soaking Snake in it because we just won an Emmy as MCG, <laughs> so I'm me. okay. Mike and I won an yep. Emmy. You're not getting any credit uh-huh. for that. That's fine. Just I'm going to be urinating. The legal documentation says otherwise, so that's good. Uh, don't try to bring <laughs> legal documentation in the snake court. It won't fly here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cable, what's yours? None of them. All of them suck, especially because Jazzy's there. Hey, come on! Wow, wow, that was kind of horrible. Can you at least give me a no happiness, a (laughs) good good like point instead of just uh all all the ones you've been at? Uh, South was fun. Minus everything about you, Jazzy. Even though I didn't get sick, and Jazzy was an asshole. You were sick because I got to meet Rampage Jackson. So South was the fun. I think that's the longest I've been with the crew. Yeah. Yeah, South was a blast. Until this year, PlayStation Experience. When we're just going to take three weeks off to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm down with PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, the show, isn't the show like one day? Yeah, but we need three weeks to <laughs> be together. We took three weeks <laughs> off so friendship. we go to a one day show. <laughs> oh, man. It was a lot to experience. I see that. Okay, well. Was it League of Legends that long too? No, League of Legends was a no, weekend. No, it was only a weekend. Yeah, okay. that was a great time. Minus Jazz, everything Jazzy said. Fact. No, I think um, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. I didn't have a problem with that. No, oh, I did. Brick bitch. You went off, you just disappeared because you somehow found a friend from Michigan that was in Toronto at the time, and you just bailed to have dinner even though we wanted to leave and head home, and we couldn't find you. You're like, yeah, I'm at this restaurant, and we're driving up and down the road. Jazzy turns the wrong way, and we're going down a damn train track at one point. Yeah, I was driving like, on the train track. I'm like, get on the road, Jazzy. <laughs> we're on the train track. So, yeah, um, that that would be my, my person. Also, that fuck that hotel. They're like, oh, we don't have any more pillows. So then we had eight, uh, eight bit AJ call down there and be like, bring me AKA some goddamn. the enforcer. Yeah, bring me some goddamn pillows. And then, like, ten pillows show up to yeah. our room. Oh, yeah. I mean, they probably pissed on all of them, but you know what? We got 10 pillows, so suck it. I slept on that. <laughs> all right, enough on that. Thank you for your emails. Yeah. Mike, thank you for hanging out with us on this episode, putting up with this bullshit. Got any, got uh, any, no plugs? Got any plugs for your yeah, channel? Yeah, let us, yeah. Let us know the stuff that like you're working plugs? on. Oh, yeah. Um, so you can find me on Twitter at Death Mountaineers. That's M-T-A-I-N-E-E-R-S, uh, like Mount. You know, the abbreviation. Anyway, uh, youtube.com slash Death Mountaineers Gaming. Um, we're on Instagram at Death Mountaineers. Uh, we're on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Death Mountaineers. And, uh, of course, please go over to the Detroit uh, Motor City Gaming YouTube page and check out our work there because it's, it's, it's really good. Like, you know, these guys, these guys have pushed it. But, honestly, like, I have a ton of fun doing it. Uh, we make great memes all the time, the best memes. Uh, so go over there and check out their stuff. Make sure you subscribe to their channel. There's a lot of big stuff coming. Snake Pit is a great time to work on. I'm excited to get started with Pop Hunters and all the other peripheral shows that we're going to be starting. Best show and ever. always to find the GameZilla highlights 
So. Oh, there's pl- there's plenty this episode. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Couple lowlights too. Yep, but. All right, well, yeah, thank you for the uh, for the YouTube plug. We don't have to do ours now, so that's taken care of. But seriously, we want to thank Mike TV. He's been such an awesome addition to the team. And anything that you've watched on YouTube, you know, it, it's it's all him. You know, we we give him the content, and and he just exceeds our expectations every time. I I, I can't can't thank him enough and it's been awesome to have him on the show so that everybody can get to know him better he is in the discord he is active on the on social media through motor city gaming so feel free to talk to him and uh you know and find out more about his projects as well so yeah all right and then we want to thank uh the detroit beard collective once again for sponsoring this episode of the gamezilla podcast remember to use our code mc gaming to save 20 percent on all your beard grooming orders over 25 dollars so please if retro gaming is your thing then listen to the legend of retro podcast every thursday in the same place you can listen to us also keep in mind there may or may not be a few episodes on the top 100 rpgs of all time yeah, it's heading uh, your way. It's epic. I I was very happy that I got to be part of it. I didn't expect it to be what it was, and it turned out nice. So uh, you're, I think a lot of people will enjoy it if you're if you're into that or if you're into ripping apart lists. Either way, I think you'll enjoy these episodes. And then, of course, Gamezilla Alpha, our opinionated show where we try to take a topic and really just focus on. The pros, cons, the, the whatever it is, our last two episodes, the first one uh, was toxicity in gaming. So just just horrible people in the gaming, you know, online gaming and, and what's wrong with the humanity, how we can fix it and what, you know, ways that you can, you can, uh, you know, combat it and also help others. You know, it, it was an important episode for us. And then we followed that up with our digital versus physical and you know with this uh these new analytics coming out showing almost a 50 50 digital versus physical purchasing and just the the trouble that some of these brick and mortar stores are in what uh, what some of these stores can do to save themselves and some of the reasons why this is happening so yeah that's a that's a good show and that's also thanks to our patrons we get we get to we get to give them early access but the show also exists thanks to them all right, and then uh, I do want to remind everybody the Slackjaw Punks event, May 19th at Green Brain Comics in Dearborn, screening of The Void. So help them out. Come hang out with them and us. They are a blast, really funny guys, but they know their stuff when it comes to movies, comics, and, and all sorts of media entertainment. So let's go uh, have a good time at the comic book store, and hopefully we see everybody there. Anything else? Anybody? Uh, anybody have anything they want to say? Do minus taking your clothes off, Deadite. I will keep my clothes on. And uh, Snake Pit episode two uh, might be a multi-part thing. Uh, Mike and I got to work out the details, but it's coming your way, and it may or may not have to do with Mario Kart Eight. Mario Kart, you're on the clock. Watch out! <laughs> I'm coming for you. Snake's going to get you. I'm excited for it. Hope you got the anti-venom, Mario. Yep. Mario. And if you're enjoying us on Twitch, don't forget to uh, keep an eye out for the Cable 2KX stream where he likes to play games like PlayerUnknown, Battleground, League of Legends, 
uh, Overwatch, different different types of games that he's uh, putting some time into. So he's he's on there quite often throughout the week. So just keep an eye on our social media. He's always posting when he goes live. You so. might see a Bioshock playthrough. Oh, yeah, he's been itching. He's been, been, been itching, itching, for, some itching for some Bioshock. Jazzy, anything uh, exciting coming your way? Nope. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, once again, we want to thank uh, thank Mike for being on the show. Thanks, Mike. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> oh hey, uh, we we do have a super secret uh, series coming to a new channel that I'm going to be starting soon, starring Jazzy Grimm, I a very special guest star from a very popular YouTube channel. And some other awesome people, including uh, my partner Iku, on my YouTube channel. So that's going to be awesome. Stay tuned for that because that's going to be the realist. Yeah, more details coming as soon as we can talk about it. But it is a very exciting project for sure. For seven ninety nine, I'll tell you everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. All Call right. The Jazzy chat line now. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to episode <laughs> 157 of the GameZilla podcast. We are the Elite Free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game, game on. on! Game on! Damn, it was lagged. No, I'm saying. <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, man, thanks for being on the show. And, uh, you know, right. whenever you want to take Jazzy's uh, spot, you just just let me know. He's, he's not listening right now. Hey, listen, um, guys, oh, I know we give each other shit, but I just want to say that I love all of you. Fuck you, Jazzy. Fuck you, Jazzy. <laughs> yeah, man. I love you hell. too, Jazzy. <laughs> Thank you for being my patron. <laughs>